coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Hey, look. You heard it, man? man. I ain't gonna get in trouble. (laughs) Quit playing with me. But, uh, I'm jealous of Keith for a lot of reasons. Our first time on the mic. Um, depending on how you do, won't be the last. <laughs> uh, there you go, new glow back. New glow shout out. That's my new shout, shout out. To new oh, glow I gotta Baptist. see this. Hold on, those link, are link, link in the description. Link in the description. You got to go to Can that I church. I ain't never been no church like that. I think this is the thing that bothers me about our community. You know, it's always either or, not both and. I think we need representation, but I also think we need equity. When it come around to black people, we lack the knowledge, skill, and courage to wield power. Every time I hear this, I just think about what black people as a whole need, right? And then the black individual. And while you've heard of this, and I'm, y'all probably heard of this, that Maslow's hierarchy. Of I was, needs. I was literally getting ready you know to say saying? that. The whole thing. Now I watched the so whole thing. No, I'm talking about him. Oh. I ain't- <laughs> Can you get me doing that on the live show? <laughs> Come on, yeah, I saw okay, that. So you getting in the back key? She's a bitch. So the title could have been you billionaire. No, no, no. But here's the thing, though. No, no. My thing. She's a billionaire. Salute to the queen being a billionaire. Like I feel like a real man. We're proper with women. No, no, no. Key, 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 no, key. Why this? He sound like a breadwinner. Who? Like if you make yeah. <laughs> if you making the most money, in <laughs> see that's that far. He's trying to give me that for that far. <laughs> As the head of the household, I would never. This is me personally talking. I would cover. never get on a cover. <laughs> well, my, I don't cover care if my woman is a billionaire. When I was fifteen, I don't talk about this a lot on pot. I got locked up for attempt to uh, arm robber. What? You, well, you remember you seventeen? You swung on shouted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your hair longer than your daddy's. <laughs> <laughs> the views of this podcast and the things I'm about to say do not reflect anyone in this room, anyone that is editing this podcast and producing. They only reflect just Eldridge. Born ready. It's Wednesday. Time for your favorite podcast, this favorite podcast. I got a great show for y'all today. This is my boy KPZ. Let that shit drop. Hey. Y'all must have forgot. Y'all nigga must have forgot. Okay. Y'all must have forgot. Hey. Y'all nigga must have forgot. Hey. Y'all nigga must have forgot. Man, y'all must have forgot. I'm the nigga that do this shit. Y'all nigga must have forgot. Huh. Y'all nigga must have forgot. Who the fuck I'm standing on? It seems like y'all nigga must have forgot. We're going to do a gel like this. What's up, family? It's your boy Elgin. You tune into the Just Elgin Podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hear the airwaves. I'm super excited because we're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say it every time and I mean it every single time 
Turn it back up real fast, man. Take these ride right on that, man. Hey. Hey. Alright. Don't rock it with it. Don't rock it with it. Hey. Hey, look. Look. You heard that, man? Alright. 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 Oh, that's why you put there. Okay, okay, okay. So look, 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 look. Man, shout out to KP's man, Don. Dude, this is my brother. He went to college with Nick. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So Shout out to Gordon. Gordon College. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Parsville. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. And, I didn't know about that. And, and brother just always with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Big boy that was always with it. Still uh-huh. with it to this day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I tell him, you know, I ain't going to get in trouble. Quit <laughs> 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 playing with me. But, uh, hey, that shit hot, though. Yeah, that shit hot, hot, I'm rocking with it. I'm rocking with it. Got a little Starlito vibe to it. I like that. I like that. So, um, Today, man, I'm really excited. Today, uh, got one of my favorite guests to ever touch the pod. Um, got a new guest, uh, on the pod. Feeling good. Went to church today. I ain't been to church in a minute. Mm. <laughs> hey, time. you get that dashiki <laughs> on with the all white on, man. <laughs> this is that yacht boat. <laughs> the yacht boat pants on. <laughs> so look, I, uh, uh, shout out DB, man. I didn't want to go. I was trying to send Kyle. That's why I was trying to switch how we recording. Yeah. But, you know, I'm still his favorite driver. There you, you go. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Kyle, shout out to Kyle, though. Kyle stepping up. <laughs> shout he give, out. He's giving me some breathing room. Shout <laughs> out. Shout out. <laughs> like I be needing it. But uh, let's get into it, day, man. Today for, I don't even know. This is probably about the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah, you coming for the record. Yeah, yeah, you definitely coming for the record. Um, so. This brother, you done heard him before on the pod. Man, he is my big brother, my friend. He's an edu- eternal educator, number one motivator. This brother is, I would argue, one of the greatest things to ever happen to the Atlanta public school system. Uh, I can say that. I'm jealous of Keith for a lot of reasons. <laughs> for real I am I'm jealous Keith is a cool dad with beautiful children shout out to my nephew Cohen in Cohen, the building happy birthday 13, baby 13 building. my boy 13 we're gonna get to it we're gonna get to it later exactly yeah. father beautiful children right he has the ability to come back like no other I met Keith Ball look at him now <laughs> <laughs> Look at him now. Getting two come back, already. Come back king. You know saying, come right? back king. <laughs> but the third thing I'm jealous of Keith, he was a student of this educator. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my big brother, Keenan Walker. Uh, Mr. Awakening the Genius himself. Yeah, you can't forget podcasting. Come on. You can't forget come on, podcasting. Come on, man. Two podcasts. We're playing with him. So, so Walking with Walk podcast, you know what I'm saying? Mr. Waking the Genius podcast. Um, glad to have you here, sir. Man, the pleasure is all mine. And like you said, E, um, just briefly, just to know that Keith and I go back so far. Seeing this dude, man, as my student when, when, um, Riverdale Road was the wild, wild west, you know what I'm saying? And Keith, you know, I lived in Holland Woods, boy, that's when that was the trap. And I lived there. 
So you couldn't mm-hmm. tell me nothing about what was going on on Grove Street, what was going on in Highland Wood. Red dogs out. Yes, sir. Checkers was like that jump off spot right there on Riverdale <laughs> Road. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. But E, let me just say, man, thank you for always finding it not robbery to give me a chance to be on the greatest podcast. Um, and I'm just being real, man. I pay homage to you. I see a lot of dudes doing this. You know, I'm a student, so I like to research people who say that they're doing this work. And I remember us coming here, man, and us just having like this one little space that we thought was off the chain. Right. And now to be sitting here, man, we got Studio A, Studio B, and we got like the smoke, you know, area. We got the pit out, you know. You know yeah. They're going to be looking for us. Hey, man. So look, check this out. Let me just say this, man. I'm jealous. You know, I'm jealous because I see that, you know, you stay consistent. So that's just like one of those things that just lights a fire underneath me to say like, bro, you got to stay consistent, you know, consistent. And that is like the magic formula. That's what's up, bro. I appreciate it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yo, and he's still at the same. He's still at the same. Walking <laughs> hey, on age, y'all. I'm telling you. And if any one of y'all has been students for the past d- decade plus, y'all put in the comments how he still look the same. <laughs> yeah. Please put that Straight up. Out. Uh, next person on the pod, first time on the mic. Um, depending on how you do, won't be the last. <laughs> uh, Go on now. Um, no pressure. Just introduce I, me, man. I mean, uh, nah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna do it the way I want to do it. <laughs> so on my birthday, I uh woke up and I said, "Man, I'm gonna just do this shit. Stop being a bitch ass nigga." And um, uh, I got on the mic and did comedy. You know what I'm saying? Y'all see the vlog. Y'all see the vlog. Go check it out. Just has a vlog. Shout out to Cal. Um, Full set on Patreon. Um, I was feeling good about myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I brought, I bought the whole restaurant out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in there was my people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> True story. Like, like, I had that thing deep. And, you know, I thought I was doing my thing. And then the keynote, well, the headliner got up there. Then he started roasting me. <laughs> <laughs> That man said, y'all should have did this at your mama house, boy. That shit was so funny. Because he didn't know we had all this. So we could have did this shit. <laughs> hey, look, that it shit. It could have been a podcast. Look, that shit was hilarious, man. But this dude was funny, man. He had like, uh, Dave Chappelle, we hear him talk about his early comedy day. They said, he's, Dave Chappelle said, I was poised. You know what I'm saying? This young man was poised. Mm. You know, control the crowd. He just comfortable up there. And you could tell he really wasn't even, you know, you ever seen a nigga ball and like, man, he, he hitting three, but he ain't even really playing right now. Yeah. He the nigga that shoot like this. He just playing. Yeah, this nigga ain't even shooting for real. He, he ain't even playing for, like, I could tell he wasn't even being for real. And yeah. dude was funny. And I'm a nigga that look at comedians when they come on stage. I'm like, this nigga not going to be funny. Like, yeah. I, I literally posture myself like that. That's, that's my like that first nigga that went on stage. I was right on that nigga. But when I do that, because if you make me laugh when I'm consciously trying not to laugh at you, you funny. Mm. I was laughing the whole set. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Mr. TJ Spells. Okay. AKA Cheddar Feeney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wore the building. Man, what's your name, bro? Man, right now on, on the meet on the open hell right now. Mm-hmm. Can we settle this? Yeah, we said we, we don't talk about we, it. On the pot. We, we, like, we, we saving it. We, it. we and we took a, a survey in the studio. If you go look inside, your it's name, still on there. Yeah, I, I know we, we was talking about it. Uh, 
I, I will tell you, young girls like that cheddar fit. <laughs> this hurts. This hurts for me to say this though, but I wanted to be Cheddar Finney. Why it hurt you? Cause like, well, what is Cheddar? I got Finney a nine. To, I got a nine to five. I can't be Cheddar Finney. He's he a, he a comedian, right? Yeah. And his name is TJ Spells. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He liked Cheddar Finney. He was going by Cheddar Finney. But he really ain't confident but, but around what, but what is what is Cheddar Feeney? Maybe I could be sold. Cheddar Feeney is just like when I really started. Like like, nah, Cheddar Feeney <laughs> came from like me being in a little group where my homeboy was rapping. But this when I started to like really realize like I had some type of talent that, that need to be used. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find myself and his group was called Mo Cheddar Mo Fetty or whatever whatever the group was. Mm-hmm. And then I kinda just let Cheddar Feeney roll off my tongue, but I I put the T's in there and took the D's out because you know. No, I, I now that setup Cheddar Feeney sound perfect. Yeah, to be a part of that group. Yeah, you but know you ain't with that group no more. I know, but that's just something like, and that group ain't that group doing his thing. But like at the same time, I just took that because he ain't even want me. You David Ruffin. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> He's still trying one. to use the group, and I'm just trying to still performing their hits. Yeah. <laughs> so what you? I mean, you. I mean, you, I can. I I love my name though. That's my daddy name. I don't really rock with him like that, but I rock with him. But at the same time, like I can't just. You feel? See, me? I would tell him Cheddar Feeney. Only reason Cheddar Feeney is a problem because he ain't got no money. See, yeah. If yeah. if you had money. We got a nigga that's running around here that's 50 plus calling himself 50 cent. That's true. But he got money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you right. You know what I'm saying? When you got money, you call yourself whatever you want to do. So the issue is you like your name has not caught up to your wallet. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? Or oh, your wallet uh, ain't caught up to your name. Okay. So that's yours. For me, if I'm like thinking about entertainment, uh-huh. listen to comedy and I'm paying for a ticket. I'm like, damn, they had DL Hughley, Eddie Griffin, Corey Hokel, Cheddar Feeney. I'm thinking you, you automatically, I'm going to do you the opening act and I don't got to see that. But, yeah. but if I see to, to, TJ Spells, but hold on. I'm not, hold on, let me repeat. If I see TJ Spells, whether I know you, or I don't know you, it sounds like it should, you should be there. Yeah. So let me check you out. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Push like, back on him though. Man, he got, what do you say? Eddie Murphy? D.L. Hoogley? No, no, I just said Eddie Griffin. I'm talking Eddie about Griffin. Like, like Eddie, how, Eddie Griffin. Like a real I get it. I get Atlanta. it. Eddie Griffin, D.L. Hoogley. Them legends. Look, check this out. DC Young Fly, Cheddar Feeney. Mm. Young niggas allowing us to use moniker. Nah, mm. well, you know what? Let me ask you this. Outside of the funny and the comedy, do you sing a dance or roller skate? Nigga, you look like T Pain. I know he's singing. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, is it a different? Because DC Youngfly to me, he's like uh, Jamie Fox. That's not his real name. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, you could use monikers when you're like kind of multifaceted. Okay, I get what you're saying. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, and it's like a the last man. It's TJ Spell, man. Hey, man. man we, it's TJ Spell, man. I'm take Cheddar Finney away because nah. I want to be a legend, man. I want my name to ring. I want my kids. To be able to have my last name and, and understand, like I'm a spell. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, we yeah. we at walk though. What you think, walk? I'm sitting here thinking and processing and listening, 
and I'm just like really digging like the vibe. But my name is Keenan Walker, the realest motivator and eternal educator, aka Mr. Awaken the Genius. So you can still be your name, but you can also have that abbreviated piece that tells what you do. Mm. So tell the feeling when your wallet and your name catch up with each other. I think it has a dope twist after you put spells. Because I go a lot of different directions with spells. If my last name was spells, bro, <laughs> I can take that thing and go a lot of different directions yeah. with it. And Chetafini sounds like a character too. Like you could do it like how Chocolate Dropper was Kevin Hart. Yeah. Or like, um, I can, hear, I can hear the ladies now. And it's one of those things like it could be like Tunchi. Yeah. Like only your homies call you Chetafini and niggas don't know till later, like Lil Wayne, they call him Tunchi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, damn, that, but only his closest homies call him that. And then you know the crazy thing is, bro, you got the two T's instead of the D's. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so many different ways you can move with that right there because like Cats who don't know you, they gonna be calling you with the D's. Mm-hmm. Cats who know you, you know, they gonna have the double T's in there. So don't drop it yet because one thing you can't do when you're gonna be in this industry is let other people dictate your movement. And that's why I lean, y'all know me, I'm a minimalist. Man, I go by fucking Eldridge. I get asked every day, do niggas really call you Eldridge? Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just Eldridge, matter of fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm that type of dude, you know? Yeah. But, I also used to be made man. Yeah. And it was hard for me to drop that. Mm. I, I, I know how what you know me by based off what you call me. And there's some people that all they do is call me made or made man. Cause that was my moniker that I went by through everything. And with us, what I know him by is the youngest in charge. Because if he was the youngest in charge when he was rolling with our organization, let us make man. So for us, all the folks call him the youngest in charge. And if you look at our um logo, mm-hmm. you'll see the man holding the baby up in the air. And we say that baby that they're holding up in the air is the youngest in charge. You know what I'm saying? But he's still just <laughs> Eldridge. The baby. The baby, baby. <laughs> he the real the baby. At the real I baby. just want you to be comfortable with it. Because one, that's what we're going to be calling. But I just want you to be I'm like. comfortable com- with both, though, man. Because. I just want I, you to do I'm both of those people. It. Like, no matter, I'm still that person. Whether it's Cheddar, TJ Spell, Terrence, whoever, I'm still that, I'm still whoever you need me to be for you. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. All right. So people. when we introduce you to people, what do you want us to call you? Cheddar, Feeney, aka TJ Spell. You call me Butt Cheddar. It's however you, you know, however you feel. Like, I call him Cheddar on the pod. Yeah. Like, if I see you on the, the big lights, it's TJ, TJ Spell. Spell yeah. Like, Cause I spell, you know what I'm saying? On stage, it just, I, I, I like, yeah. I keep, I like what you said though, bro. When I, when I'm looking down that list and I'm getting ready to pay $150, to $200 to go mm-hmm. to a comedy show. I just think, man, hey, man, we're going to have um, Ricky Smiley. We're going to have Kevin Hart. We're going to have TJ Spells, man, mm-hmm. this up-and-coming artist, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, this brother right here, dog. if you know anything about Cheddar, I didn't say Cheddar. I said Cheddar. Yeah. See, I can roll because TJ Spells, I need to know this dude right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that I'm already feeling Keith. You, Keith is like uh, um Keith is like Xavier. Um, for the X-Men. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you just sitting in your chair right now, bro. Trying to get us the symbol. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I got Popeye. <laughs> hey, man, I'm fucking with y'all. Uh, y'all saying they fucking with the voice, too, man. They're like, yeah. keep got a little... Hey, look. 
two times now. The Popeyes and then Pie <laughs> Hey, two times. I'm like, hey, Keith could have been a tenor. Yeah. Like, if he start going to church, he got to get in the choir. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, Church of Christ, that's one of the churches where the whole congregation sing. We didn't have a choir. Hold up, you see OC? Yeah. Bro, I'm COC. That's what I'm saying. You know, Amy, get the hymn book right next to the Bible. Yeah. Hey, can I say this right Dang here, man? Shit. I gotta say this right here, bro. <laughs> Keith, this is so, this is so crazy because I wanted to find somewhere in one of the segments where I can say rest in power to my former principal in Montgomery at V Carver High School, Fairview Avenue. He was the deacon at our church, Southside Church of Christ. He was also the song leader. So when you say that, man, I, I, the, my only memory that just keeps me going when I think about this giant in the COC, that song, Mansion Robe and Crown. Mm. I can jump in that thing, man, and I can actually sound like a powerhouse because the whole congregation is singing it. You know what I'm yes. saying? So I love the fact that now I know my little brother and I got something else in common now, yeah, COC. So COC is yeah. Church, of Christ. Church of Christ. So yeah. And then there's Kojit. Now that's a little different. Yeah, I know. That's different. Yeah, the boy, that's a little more fired up than us. The, <laughs> the Church of God in Christ. It's Kojit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's uh, Pentecostal. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm put See, it's always a white white people be biting everything, <laughs> even gospel <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about it gonna be a set in something, a but, set of something. So it's church, it's church everywhere. I grew up. Uh, you don't hear him walk. I said we sing as a congregation. You see how like you see how like everybody singing. Yeah. You got the song leader, but everybody singing along. Yeah. yeah, I can't get with that. Got to. But I, you come from a family of singers. I though, receive my roll, roll, and cry. I ain't never been on church like that. That boy Cheddar like I don't know what's going on. I ain't never been bruh, to a church nah, like bruh. that. I, I used to love that because, like, in the hymn book, you start learning, like, oh, it's two lines. Oh, bro, then you the get men, lost when you don't know, like, this, this, yeah. Lord, I want a brand new <laughs> man. I learned how to read music. A crown and yeah, glory. Yeah. yeah. That's how y'all used to church? And that, yeah. and that, no, uh, but you and that have here. a little talk. Yeah. That was, that have was a little talk with Jesus. Have a little talk with Jesus. But I grew up, see, I grew up in the church. My mom was gospel singer. So I went to all churches. Okay. I went to white churches, black churches. I don't, you know. I look at, like, churches, like, military. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? No matter what your branch is, I can stick on your PX and you know what I'm saying? But see, I grew up um, in a Baptist church. My grandma played the organ, you know what I mean? So I wasn't always COC until I went to college. Mm. And I actually um, met the sister who actually um, became my um, children's mom and we just had a debate one night about church. Mm. And we were talking about instrumental music, talking about you know, not calling the pastor reverend and so on and so forth. And that thing, man, went from like nine o'clock that night to like five o'clock that morning. And it was the first time that I had heard anyone actually just talk about the word without, you know, quoting scriptures and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? This cliche stuff. And she was able to just do it. And before you know it, man, I'm going to church where they encourage you to take notes and question the pastor if you don't understand something. You know what I mean? So it was a Bible teaching, you know, like church versus you just going here and having this rock star minister up there and nobody knows anything except for that choir was just on fire. And when you, hey man, church was off the chain today, bro. What did he talk about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have no idea oh, what he talking about. Bro, 
question. I hate that question. Nah, bro, what you I, learned today? But no, that's Nothing. what you. What am I coming to this church for? If you're, right. re, if you're not giving me what's coming out of this Bible, you give me your opinion. Yeah. And yeah. and right, I'm I, coming I, for the hoe. No. Oh, 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 come on. See, oh y'all, see y'all went to. <laughs> I can tell all them voices sounded ugly. My church. They be sounding beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it was women at the church I went to. Yeah. Now nah, you, 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 right. Cause I, I, yeah. Uh, I went to, cause I went to what they call the non-denominational. Yeah. <laughs> We're non-denominational. Man, that's them niggas that just do anything. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like world changes. You know, the yeah. world changes. They yeah. offend like, you know Non-denomination to me is the COC, the Kojit, the Pentecostal, yeah. the Baptist. They said, man, forget this church. Yeah. I'm going to try one more time. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then went non-denomination. Went to the yeah. Potter's house. Listen. What's that church? The impact? Yeah, impact. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, when I was there, I was there. That's how impact grew. Impact grew off of, <laughs> no, no. The church, the so pastor, that's how they grew. They grew because the pastor was doing these series, yeah. and he started doing a dating series, talking mm-hmm. about being single, using the word. And what about that church that's on IG? The one that, uh, <laughs> oh man, let me find it. While I do that, what's, what, what, how you, what did you grow up in church? Are you been quiet? I, mean, I, I grew up in church, but all these churches y'all talking about, never been to. What church? You when was the last time you been to church? I've been to church probably like two, three weeks ago. Okay. But that pastor, he, he got the same message. He just be rewording it. So I don't even go no more. <laughs> hey, I feel like I'm finna be quiz soon. Hey, look. <laughs> he said the same thing. Yeah. But so you know, the teacher keeps saying the same line. Yeah. That's definitely gonna be on the text. Mm-hmm. He got that loop. That thing gonna loop. <laughs> so, and, and I'm used to people just taking off running the mile around the church. Like that's, oh, that man, kind of man, church man, I grew man, up in. Man, I, I went to one of those churches one time, and the man pushed me in the head. And See I said, "Bro," and I, and I was standing my ground. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, hey, hey, yeah. I said, I don't know the people on the front row if they're part of the script or what, but bro, what I'm not gonna do? Because I still got a little street in me. You're not about to put me down. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, I'm not going to I, I used to feel like that was supposed to going off the chat. Nah, like, they yeah. didn't want to run. Nah, like, first, first of all. I was at a church and I seen the pastor. He got on my road. He stopped. He got the oil too. Yeah. Okay. Uh. And you know, the women, but they be knowing their part. Yeah. That's how I know it's an ego thing. Yeah. The women, they play their part for that, before that, they just all falling out. So it's coming to me and I'm scared, boy, because you know, I grew up in white church. I yeah. went to all church, but I grew up in white church. I wish we had time for you to tell the story, <laughs> dog. So look, so look, so he coming. He coming down the road. I'm watching him, bro. I'm just watching everybody just fall like dominoes. <laughs> they got to that one. They got to walk. Push the boy head. He came right back. Came back. The pastor looked at him and said, you got a spirit in you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I said, thank you, God. And I went to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know what happened to the spirit. Yeah. But I was go. <laughs> Because oh I know I don't even know how to fall right. Yeah, <laughs> like don't, hey, you fall like the boys on Tubi. I saw I saw a Tubi movie the other day <laughs> where the cat got shot. Hey, bro, I know they hadn't worked on the fall. <laughs> hey man, did y'all see that Tubi commercial? Being a Tubi, oh that during Tubi the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl. Man, yeah. I'm thinking I'm sitting on a remote control and everything. The only though. thing I knew it wasn't because it went to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. If it had went to anything else, yeah. it would have got me. Because like, see, it I, started clicking. That like Buddy was talking. Yeah, it clicked out. And it went to Tubi open. I'm like, I did the same thing. Damn, was my app open? 
But it wasn't a Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I Which, said, was probably one of I didn't see that one. So hey. I did see the rabbit hole one. I thought that was pretty genius too. Hey, that one that he's talking about though, man, we were, people were reaching all down between the couch. Like, bro, who's sitting on the remote? You know, we don't want to miss the last part of the game. You know what I'm saying? It, it was yeah, the last, part, the last of the part, game. part of the game. And like, they came back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was the, the damn commentators. It wasn't like actors. No, it was the same commentators. Yeah. The game. yeah, they paid two million for that one. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, but speaking of Super Bowl, man, the, the, new, uh, I'm sorry, like New Globe Baptist oh, there Church. There you go, New Globe Baptist. New Globe Baptist. That's my new shout, church. Shout out to New Globe Baptist. I gotta see this. Hold on, those link, are the... link, link in the description. Link in the description. You got to go to that, that church. That I ain't never been no church like that. <laughs> <laughs> new Globe Baptist Church. Right there. <laughs> I got to go to that church. When they say Lord have mercy, they just put a new spin on Lord have mercy. Who doing that? Lord have mercy. They doing a lot of saying. Whoever doing that ain't scared of hell. Boy, what? They not, they not scared of playing them together. They done been there. That one exit away. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, but yeah, link in the description. But, uh, yeah, speaking of Super Bowl, man, how'd y'all enjoy the Super Bowl? Did y'all watch it? Man, Pat was perked up. I told y'all, I told y'all Pat Mahomes. My second half. Pat was perked up. I should have put man. that bet, man. I talked, I talked to three people that day and everybody was like, Eagles, Eagles. I was like, nah, I think Pat Mahomes gonna pull it out just because yeah. it's rigged. Can I yeah. tell you what I thought about, bro? White privilege. I, I, exactly. I thought about 28-3 in Las Vegas. When you had the best rushing team in the NFL, and everybody know what I'm talking about when I say 28-3, you have the best rushing team in the NFL, oh. you come out second half, and oh. you run the ball about four times. Yeah, that too Your bad. head coach getting ready to go to San Francisco, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you in field goal range, and you drop back and lose about 10 yards. When I saw this game right here, I said at halftime, my cousin will tell you, I said, bro, second half, Pat Mahomes is going to come out and do the um, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And that is the new Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I said that Las Vegas is going to just rack up all the cheddar. Yep. Cheddar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Yes, sir. Um, I told y'all, and you know, I ain't watching, Pat, Pat Mahomes is going to pull it through because um, he got a little bit more white privilege than hurt. Mm. See, hurt is the actual. He should have won. He should, he's black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He should have won. Hurt, you know what I'm saying? He, he should, and he, one thing I'll say though, the game was good. Best Super Bowl in the Okay, so can I ask you a question? Was that ankle ever hurt? No, sir. No, I think it was. I don't think. Yeah, unless they, I think they gave steroids put, or something ahead. Oh, no, no. Time, he, they gave him some as halftime. Yeah. Cause, um, uh, shout out to Joe Budden. Uh, they had a former player on the show. He said, they give him the type of stuff that like the whole week his elbow feel good. Yeah. And the next morning it just bat numb. Wow. So they got some strong stuff that he did. Yeah. So yeah. I um I heard your boy. Because he saw he forgot. He he saw me he took over on that one drive and he just was running up the field and he kinda like ah like Yeah. You know, all I, I know can't even get that touchdown because that ankle kicked back up He was biting that tongue all game. He got oh, yeah. he had to be yeah. on something. Yeah, he was on something. He was biting that he tongue all game. He was on it. You know, I'm still a part, you know, I'm st- so, you know, I be cheating. I be saying I'm still with Cap. I ain't necessarily with Cap. I just, during the process of boycotting the mm-hmm. NFL. You got off of it. I kind of lost my taste for the, for the NFL. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't there like it used to be. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I talked about this on the other pod. I was in the process of getting ready to come back and start watching a little bit, just kicking it with my people. Then when I seen that boy in the field, that uh, collapsed. Hamlin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Well, and, I, and then they, well, I didn't see it, but yeah. I heard they tried to keep playing. Yeah, I said, man, fuck this motherfucker, man. Yeah. So I can't. I did. I did watch Rihanna performance. Well, well before what we did get you there, think about that? Well, right before we get there, man. Yeah. That Hamlin thing. Did you, you ain't seen him at the Super Bowl. 
He was looking like a little pet sitting right next to Roger Goodell. Like, I heard. So, how you right next to the commission? Everybody else having fun. They yeah. Stop, and he's just sitting there like, just let me play again. So what's the story behind that then? I mean, yeah, I know he want to play. Nah, it's imagery. Yeah, Which, yeah. Well, I'm gonna get into that a lot on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, all that shit was. Let me show the goddamn. Let me show y'all that we good. Yeah, he good now, y'all. He good. He, good. he yeah. sitting beside the commissioner, and y'all ask you. He let him go for it. Yeah, and he I like, blame him. I don't blame him. So him. he a yeah. pun. That's what you trying to tell. That's me. Pun. They they they've been trained for this. This. This new generation of athlete and professional athlete, they're they're getting it started in high school. Hey Keith, yeah. Keith, I told y'all I was gonna oh. bring some stuff. Oh. Four hundred million dollars slaves. Look at that. That's what what they are, on, bro. Cody, what camera when you put this on? Don't play with it. Yeah. All right. There this is the four hundred million dollar slave. I told you, E, one thing about me, I'm gonna always come prepared for whatever subject you talk about. Damn. So that's when you say, is he a pun? He's not just a pun. The whole league, all those brothers are pun because anytime we have somebody like Kaepernick who takes a knee and Negroes will not open their mouth about what he stood for or what he kneeled for. And then you would come in here and the brother is almost about to die on the field. And they're still pushing. We should finish the game or whatnot. We, we passed the kneeling. That's why. That's what I'm talking about. So, like, I'm like, hey, I haven't watched football in five years. This year, I just started back watching because I don't know what care position is anymore. Well, look, so. so well, I haven't one, watched because I'm a savage. Why about to say this? <laughs> you stupid. One, I was about to say, you, when I seen you went back, it was yeah. two people that went back. I was like, okay, you and Javante went back. Yeah. I think Javante went back. I think Javante went back. <laughs> we had to take the record on that. It, it became bigger than Kaepernick. Because yeah. I'm going to be real, I never agreed with Kaepernick trying to get back in the league. Yeah, not that right there. I didn't agree with trying to get back like, in the league. So to me, I mean, but you, you got to be able to agree with it because at the end of the day, that's how you, that's how you feed your family, you know. Even nah, though that's how he was feeding his family, man. And, First and of all, you gotta make he was trying to, from within. Like, right, he, was he, was trying, he was trying to get an elite after he won a settlement. Yeah. Like, you already got a settlement. Nike giving you deals for standing up. You can get money. But this bro. is what I know, though. This is what you I'm good at. This is how I, you know. Hell, T.O. still trying to get back. Yeah, he playing the uh, little <laughs> <pan> <laughs> control <laughs> football league. <laughs> look, look, T.O. See, that's a, that's a whole other. Just, both of them were. Both that's of them what I'm rebels. good at, man. That's what I'm gonna do. If but I'm good at just it. a nigga. I get I get what you're saying though, Chad. Like uh, like with me, I think Cap though, just for the sake of just proving the point that um I'm still able to do it. And I'm yeah. saying if he had come back, I would have been excited because I had the pleasure, brother, no exaggeration. Um I bought some socks from a brother, man, some Kaepernick socks, brother who works at my school. He said, When are you gonna wear these socks? I said, I won't ever wear these socks. I'm buying them because one day Kaepernick gonna sign these socks. And he's just like, where the hell are you going to meet Kaepernick at? And Kaepernick, when he did his workout, he was supposed to be at Flowery Branch, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then my cousin called me and said, hey, bro, check this out. I know you're supporting Kaepernick. She said, he's over here at my daughter's high school, over there at Langston Hughes mm-hmm. High School, mm-hmm. right over there off Upper Riverdale Road. Mm-hmm. I got in my car. I rolled over there, and I stood at the gate. And Kep walked by. This this is crazy right here. One of my homeboys who worked with me, he said, man, um, my partner said, he think that's you that was on um, one of those talk shows on ESPN. I had my Georgia Bulldog jersey on. You see, you just see my wrist. He said, I know that got to be Walt right there. And then they got a picture of him, somebody who took the picture from the back. And you see me reaching over the fence, Kaepernick, giving my socks, and he literally signed them. So with that, I saw that brother work out that day. 
Kaepernick, in my opinion, my estimation, is still better than half of the quarterbacks sure. in the NFL. Man, they, so I think that the brothers should get a shot at it at least. Yeah. They cut the lights off on this man's Super Bowl, man. Yeah, come on. He was going crazy that game. Come man. on. That's like, why I saw this game. It's, that, that's, it's, it's bigger than football now. Yeah. It's but been, I think he can been, still make some statements, though, man. If he if he, if he he playing like the spook who sat by the door, I think he can get in there and still make some yeah, moves, man. Football's starting to bend, bro. Football's starting to bend their wheel. It's like, media bro. now. They got flag football for the ladies. They don't have Rihanna at the halftime. Like, they're doing so many bending. Like, if, Ka- if Kaepernick gets back in now, he can break it down, man. You can break, yeah. you can break it's, that. Down it's over with that. It's like, it'll be like the NBA, like what LeBron it's, did with the NBA and how it starts breaking down. Like they start bending to the wheel. This shit don't, you know. nah, they, the, the, the NFL not bending. They just so fucked up the crumbs that they giving us. I we agree. getting full on. I agree. Like, that's why Jay-Z, they giving crumbs. They ain't giving Jay-Z, Jay-Z did that. He doing that though. With but he had Rihanna come, now come on. That's now, what Rihanna he doing. Got, Rihanna got an easy bag. Let's, let's talk about that. Halftime show. Rihanna got Whoa. an easy bag from the Super Bowl. But that's Jay Z doing. We ain't never band. talked about money. Money ain't never been a problem. What are you talking about? What does that got to do with? We talking about for the people, progression for the people, yeah. an organization that are building after the blacks, the backs okay. of black men. So like, here we go. Dude. What does the NFL do? Like you want to shut down the NFL? Like defund the NFL? Like what's nah. no, no. What I'm saying is, what does it look like? What I'm saying, it looks like universal health care. Literally, now that's you, a big one. You can you can take care of these men. Literally, if that boy would have, if he never oh, played again, you're talking about health care for the players. Player, I'm talking about take care of the players who are taking care of y'all. Yeah, that's, but, that's but all that's, this. Shit, that's but, all this but, shit but is. That's not they ain't, they ain't for the people. That's the NFL Players Association shit. Because NBA, them niggas would not play hockey. Would not play. Yeah, uh, baseball would not play. NFL, the only niggas that would not strike. Again, because they know, NFL, because NFL is the one the that's most. On, that's it, on them. That, no, 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 nah, no, bro. Because again, it, again, it, the NFL NBA don't the come most, to the people and be like, hey, bro, help us go on straight to get more of what we bro, want. The NFL, the NFL is the most dominated sport of black people. Like number they one, tell the players, and that's why they, are, that's why they get strike. paid the least. It's not coincidence that the most uh dominated sport by black people get the least amount of money. It's no coincidence that they get the most dangerous uh it's the what, most what's dangerous their, what's, their, what's their collective bargaining agreement? Like that's on the players association. So, they ain't do for the so what I'm saying is because we we going back to this situation. Going back to it has something to do with the people because you have literally I can go I can go find a hundred young black men right now and they all are trying to get to what? The league. The league. Yeah. All of them it had, we're all connected to this shit. Yeah. We all connected to this shit. And you yeah. got dudes and the process of getting to the league is so hard. Nah. Literally. It's not hard. It's a business, dog. It's not hard. Bro, you just said it yourself. They can just find a hundred more niggas if they go on strike. Bro, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That don't make it right. That don't make, make it easy. That's not easy. Though. What I said, the, pro- the, the process of the system gonna keep going on. Like why haven't why haven't NFL players gone on strike? Somebody answer that we just, question. We just we just said it's it's about the bad. I'm trying to feed my kids. Would, I'm trying to. Yeah. It's but so, the I'm, NBA players and baseball players and hockey players have all went on strike. It's completely it's different. It's not different. They, them boys have high brackets. Yeah. Baseball has a higher the highest bracket. Yeah. And, and because I got the highest bracket, I can afford. 
The guy didn't take a little bit more risk. The more money you make and the more risk you can take. If yeah. the whole league That's, shut down, we talking about a player's strike like the NBA did. Nobody playing. So you talking about Pat Mahomes. The NFL will the break them down so quick, dog. How? Like, what? Bro, they getting fined because they throwing the football in the stands. All but of they're, that they're, sounds I think like the bargaining I think agreement. I'm and they with, used to be able to do it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They used to be able to do it. But they have cow talent as players that's not standing up for their own. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I agree. I agree with you, Keith, wholeheartedly. It is like at what point e, do players in the league say that let's go back to the cap thing. Just let's keep it right there. What point do the players say this is bigger than football? We can't say that, you know, these guys got the most risk and all that. Dude, at the end of the day, y'all just saw one of your brothers almost die and y'all were right back the next week playing ball. At this point right there, you got the league by the balls. And point. if they decided that they were not going to play the next week, if cash rules everything around me. The league cares about the cash flow. And if they don't play, no cash comes in. So when are they going to do what he said, man? Say, look, we're going to get serious about our collective bargaining. We're going to say, man, that we are going to have health benefits beyond, you know, like what they're getting. The health benefits they got, bro, damn near is like um, Medicaid. You know what I mean? So it's probably worse. Yeah, it's yeah, probably worse. The risk of their job is worse. And then think about how many of those brothers are broke, man, like three or four years after they leave the league. So it's like at some point we got to say, man, as men, you know, we we, we demand more than what so, you so what. So my point is I'm agreeing with what y'all saying, but this is why I also say I would, I'm with, I'm cap. What he did is bigger than what he didn't know it was going to get that big. Yeah, I agree. So your shit bigger than football now, bro. I agree with you that. You got a mission. So I would, I was never with that nigga going back. I okay. was never with him going back. That's just me. I think and the I only was, reason, only reason I protested, it was yeah. just because I used to so, I used to, everybody know, I talk about on this podcast all the time. When I'm into something, yeah. I obsess and I'm like very addictive and I, I broke it. I broke my NFL obsession during this and I just don't want to go back. And I broke my NFL obsession with it. And it, it's kind of like this right here with the Kaepernick thing and everybody who knows me, bro, I've been playing football probably since I was like four years old. And I know you probably the same mm-hmm. way. Everything about my family, we watch college now, football. Y'all, y'all really high nice. school. They yeah. are real football. So family. we are die hard. We we <laughs> bleed it. You know what I'm saying? Man, so nigga, mama, sister, I mean everybody. Like yeah. they're real football. So you can imagine yeah. that yeah, for it's real. Yeah, so for us, man, it was like when we said we're so done. When they boycotted, it, yeah. I'm like, woo. So e, I, I'm I'm kind of still I'm kind of still man going back and forth with myself. But it's like okay, if I stop now, I don't know if Cal be watching the league. You know what I'm saying? So all I know. I think, like, I think Cal and Kaepernick never told us to protest. I hope people yeah. know that. Yeah. But that's what happens when a movement, a movement is controlled by the people. The people start saying that shit. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick never one time said, y'all don't watch the, uh, yeah. He ne- Dave Chappelle told us not to watch this show. Yeah. That's what Dave Chappelle, for. Colin Kaepernick, you can't find it anywhere where he asked us to do it. But that's how you know where he started was a movement yeah. when the people take over and give you a completely different narrative. I, so yeah. I think Colin Kaepernick been watching the NFL this whole time. Yeah. So if you were doing it for Cap, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. For me, I did it because I, I agree with what you said. The NFL, how they treating people is fucked up. So until the players have the will and the ability to stop playing, it costs them money to stop playing. It doesn't cost me money to stop watching. So this is me supporting the movement of black players getting better treatment mm-hmm. by making a sacrifice that is easier for me to make than it is for you to make. Now, see, and, and that, and to, to sum it, is I it think, easier? Yes or no? Is it easier for me to stop watching and them to stop playing? Yes it, or no? It's easier for them to stop playing. 
Come on, 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 Yes, at the very beginning, it looks like a movement. It looks like something that's going to happen. But at the very end of it, in 2023, we have to realize the same shit that happened in the NFL is the same shit that happened with Black Lives Matter. These motherfuckers came in, co-opted the movement, tricked us. Same shit with the NFL. Why would we boycott? We boycotting, and all that did all that did was leverage Jay Z to get a deal, and leverage all these one other individual to well, get a deal. Not just one individual, yeah. other rich black people that's going to yeah. be able to be. Oh, well, let us be part owner. That's what the people want. The people want black people who want to boycott the NFL because we need more black owners and more black coaches and more black. What the fuck? How does that really uplift black people? That does. Everything in the NFL, none of that shit will uplift us. Keith Other what? than them getting their money and those individual families doing something. But as far as black people collectively, bullshit. Like, that was a bullshit movement. See, yeah. it's way easier for them players just, to do I what did, the fuck they need to do. I and just, us to just do what we got to do. And if I, the NFL is on or off, it, don't, it ain't going to matter because there's a whole generation of kids that don't even fuck with watching live sports. And that's NBA, NFL, everything across the board. So it's going to die off. They got to figure out their own Definitely model. not dying they, No. Bro, I just watched the report the other day, bro. It's it's dying. Live sports is dying. Yeah, they trying to do. They trying to put it on everything. Like this, they trying like to have live YouTube, sports is dead. TV. Like what I'm, what yeah. I'm like, we, we're the, the only generation that we bullshit. Keep it. The movement wasn't bullshit. In what Jay Z did, what Jay Z you have to say what Jay Z did was bullshit. Because yeah. the they co-opted the movement. No, Jay Z. You just said yourself. Colin Kaepernick didn't even call for it. That's how you knew it was going to be some bullshit. Nah, Where was the no, leadership? No, in what it? I'm saying. Where was the real direction? What, I, what I'm saying. All is, I see is, oh, that's what it. Y'all boycotting. Hey, let me tell you what we can do to get black people back on board. Now, if you fuck with me, that's what Jay Z did. Not that just Jay Z. Not just Jay Z. I want some black head coaches. I'm gonna find some of them. Um, we ain't nothing wrong owners. with that. Ain't nothing wrong with having black. But what does that do? Let me tell you, black people. Let me tell you, no. Why would we boycott? Bro, you want, bro, nah, nah, I disagree. You okay. definitely want black representation in my coaching. In my, if I'm a black person. I don't want no representation. I want bro. black ownership and equity. We get, so, so that's what equity is. Time. Equity, equity is. Equity ain't representation. E- e- bro, yeah. equity, look, what equity I'm, ta- representation. What I'm telling you is, is, you just give these families represent, a percentage of the other, Representation of, is of a the part Dallas of, Cowboys representation is yeah. a part of equity. Equity I is larger than representation. But literally, I don't got to see, I don't got to see, I don't got to see none of the black people that's going to get a check cut from the Dallas Cowboys if they decide to go ahead and kick back some reparations to the families that helped build this franchise to be a billion dollar franchise. I don't got to see all them black people. I just got to know that that's what they're doing and getting their check and it be verified but those people say, yeah, they gave us a check. I don't got to see a thousand or ten black head coaches. I just need to know that each team is paying these black families equity, having a fair share. I just need to know especially somebody, working for them, cleaning them stadiums. Come and stuff on, like, like that's what I'm saying. But, nigga, but like all, all I'm, t- all that's I'm saying, equity. all like, I'm saying, pay, is, pay the people that's working for equity you. Is also, like, why would the NFL equity, players go on equity strike? Equity is also if you, bro, Equity is also if you are if you have the talent and you have the skill, you have the ability, you should have a shot of playing exactly. or a shot of coaching. Everything. So what I'm saying is, so what I'm saying is. Oh yeah, I do want more black coaches because I believe black coaches can do just as good as these other yeah. motherfuckers. I agree. That's I all think, I'm saying. I, I agree guys. with equity. Yeah. But all I'm telling them is the reason why I protest because I understand I'm a person right now and I know how many people depend on me and my family and stuff like that, right? So if I stop working, if I stop doing what the, uh, it ain't just me, it's my family and everybody around me. So what I'm saying is me not watching me not watching the NFL started the conversation for a bitch ass nigga like Jay Z to even do it. Now Jay Z was righteous 
and he would have went in there doing the righteous thing, we would be having a completely different conversation. Yeah. The movement went bullshit. What Jay Z did was bullshit. So what the would be the righteous of, thing? The results of the That's movement the was bullshit. What do you mean the righteous thing is going in and actually going in and making concrete change against the establishment that's fucking up our people? Concrete change is like, look, again, I keep saying universal healthcare, but that's a big thing. Our players are dying broke and hurt, but and he, they can't take care of that. I think, I think what you're saying about representation, uh, as well as what Keith is saying about equity, I think this is the thing that bothers me about our community. You know, it's always either or, not both and. I think we need representation, but I also think we need equity. And I'm going to just um, sidebar for a second. Hey, if you want to quell the movement that we had with the Fred Hamptons, or you want to quell the movement that we had with the Dr. Kings, all you got to do is just throw out a black president. And Negroes down for all these years. We got a black president so we can go back to sleep again. So, you know, it, it's kind of reminiscent of the I Have a Dream speech, was, which was about freedom, justice, equality, and jobs. Mm-hmm. That speech was never even entitled I Have a Dream. Um, Mahalia Jackson stands up. If you've ever watched that speech, she said, talk about the dream. And then Dr. King just started echoing, I have a dream. And now black kids don't know anything about the sermons that Dr. King did down in Selma. They don't know anything about Dr. King letter from a Birmingham jail. And then even what we were talking about today when we were talking about the three most powerful humans or whatnot. That's a conversation I just happened to <laughs> walk into. Humans. Yeah, man, the top five humans or whatnot. Hey, and, and, and here's the crazy thing, Keith. I just heard one of these brilliant brothers say, well, you know, we didn't grow up with them. You know, it's gotta, it's gotta like, uh, reminiscent of Jesus the Christ, the black Messiah. I didn't grow up with him. However, I know still every Sunday since we started out, you know, we led in talking about the church or whatnot. Most of us didn't grow up with Christ. So I'm, 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 I'm here to beg to question, um, black coaches. You got, um, Eric B. Enemy. Mm-hmm. Who has won two Super Bowls as the offense coordinator with the Kansas City Chiefs? His representation, uh-huh. E. This man just get a um a job, a new job, and I'm sitting there thinking like logic and reasoning. Hell, he moved to a new team with the same position. What is the equity in that? So, E, this is when the representation part comes in where Eric Bieniemy he he wins two Super Bowls. He's a NFL coach, and he gets a lateral um move. But then you got Munkin, who is University of Georgia offense coordinator, who moves from the college ranks up to the NFL. So if Munkin had won two championships as OC in the NFL, he would we wouldn't even be questioning whether or not he's going to get a, a head coaching job. So I think we got to keep having this discussion. But black folks, I think, including the athletes, we got to take a stand. And when Keith talked about um, the unions and whatnot in the NFL, I think they got to be um, very, very clear about what their agendas are. We, when we go out to vote, because I'm a government teacher, and I talk to my students all the time, and I always ask them, you know, like, why do your parents vote? And they said, well, people died for the right. But those people knew why they died for the right to vote. We're just out here voting, man, because just it's something because. that, yeah, just because it's something to do. And when we, when I knew it was over with for us as a community, just like when I knew it was over with for us as like fans of the NFL and players of the NFL, when you throw in a black president and I, as a political scientist, get a chance to ask people, can you name three things that he did that benefited black people? Nothing. Well, he ain't just a president for black people. But then I know there's another community who I would not dare talk about on this microphone, who they not only got their flag put up on the White House, they not only got legislation moved through Congress and the president actually called somebody. I saw this on live TV. 
He called somebody in that community and nobody in that community said he's not just the president for us. And even some of us who's a part of that community, we will actually fight for that community, but we will not fight for our community as black people. So I think we are just about that gay shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, I'll try. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I, already, yeah. hey, I already know. I know I can't be hard. This, this one, I knew it was over. Talking about that gay shit. Hey, I'm just saying, man. Like, like when you saw this shit, you didn't know it was I over. Had a, I ain't let for know this just on the podcast. We can do it on the Why is it that people were okay with you know, like him being the president for that community? But the very people who look oh like us were not okay Can with us having an agenda and demands for him in eight years, bro. Can I break it down? Please break hey, it down. I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor and what hospital and what media went to. We know I can't say that. <laughs> look, hey man, this, here's the issue with all of this agenda. Here's the issue with all of this. This is why NFL players are going to mm. always have the struggle they have. This is why in our community, we're going to have a struggle we have. This is why universally, when it come around to black people, we lack the knowledge, skill, and courage to wield power. Okay. Hey, I'm not going to say what Literally. Race, what That's true. We lack the they, knowledge. We don't know what to do with it. Well, we don't got no well, more leaders let me either. Tell you, let, me t- now, let me tell you why. Prime example, he, uh, prime example, we look at Atlanta. City of Atlanta. Yeah. Black politicians everywhere. We got a black man. We got all this. But why white people winning? Yeah. It's because them white folk don't care what you being the, the mayor. That's what I'm talking about. don't care what you being about. city council. Cause you know, you don't know how to wield the power. As the mayor, he know you don't know how to got name leverage all them departments to make it better for black people. Because those So that's people, why they'll let you be the mayor. Well, that's cause those people are leveraging their power. Like there, there's, Checks and balances. That yeah. means there's power on both sides. But to your point, and I totally agree with you, until us as a people learn how to control our power, I didn't realize that until I was working with Westcare and went to the MPU meetings. And Elder used to tell me about these MPU meetings yeah. and stuff. And I go to one and I see, oh, these people can shut down a concert, shut down a liquor license, shut down a business if they don't want it in their community. But then you look at the demographics and you can see it changing. It's like, well, who's showing up to the MPU meetings? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who's making these decisions? And then as you see those people start changing, you realize, oh, it don't take a lot of people to have that kind of power. We just watched the State of the Union address. I don't know if anybody else checked it out. But there's a little small group of Republicans that's tearing up the whole Republican Party, the government, ever since they stormed the Capitol. It's It's not a lot of them. It's like five to ten of them. So standing up during the State of the Union, calling the president a liar, it's holding up like their key. own elections, like, and they're wielding their sort of power. Like, and we have that same type of I power. I think when Elder said we don't have the knowledge, I think we got the knowledge. Oh, yeah. well, you know how people say knowledge is power? I tell people knowledge is not power. Knowledge is half the battle. Action is the other half of the battle. So we're putting a bunch of people in there who are going to play it safe. They are going to be that family who's going to go down in history as being, you know, like a part of this so-called legacy of this. Nobody um, really wish they lied. Yeah, that, and see, here's the thing. Like, I tell people all the time, hey, you know this right here, bro. I said, I love black people more than I love oxygen. So I'm unapologetically black. 
And we were on the front porch and I was telling the young wolves, I said, just certain stuff y'all do, bro, that when you're in Rome, you know, I do as the Romans do. It's some language y'all using in there that I would not there, I would not dare use around anybody who's not black. And y'all just letting it flow so loosely, man, in here. And I'm just sitting there like, knowledge is power, right? Allegedly. Mm-hmm. But when you start talking about knowledge is power and you know now we're having conversations like one of my good friends who I used to work with, um, white guy named Joe, and we were sitting at Peppers when it was off the chain over there on Highway 85, shots out to Peppers. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, and we were sitting at the bar when I was still drinking, man, and Joe said, Walt, can I ask you a question? I said, Joe, if you ask me what I think, you're getting ready to ask me. See, this power and action and knowledge and all this stuff wrapped up. I said, I'm going to knock your ass off that stool. He said, never mind. I said, so you about to ask me what I thought. I said, but I'm going to explain it to you so you can understand it like a third grader will understand it. I hear my sisters and all my homegirls call each other the B word, you know, loosely. Mm. They don't mean it in a derogatory way. Mm. Man, they be always late for something. Mm. Man, this be right here. Get on my nerve. I've never once asked any sister why I can't use the B word. See, you heard me. I got knowledge about what that word means. I got control over that word. If somebody, you know, like disapproves with that word being used, I won't use it around them. But I also know I'm going to take action if anybody outside of that, um, outside of that box that I got uses that word. So I'm careful not to use that word so that I don't give anybody else permission to feel like we're so comfortable around each other that we can. So now when you take that up to a high level, these people who are making decisions so-called on behalf of the people, when you get in that office, you got four years, bro. If you love the people like we love the people, E, I seen you go hard for all people. Keith, I know you go hard for all people. And every brother who's rocking with us with Let Us Make Man, you know we have put our lives on the line for this stuff right here. And this is what I'll conclude with right here. If you ever gave me an executive position where I'm leading a city like Atlanta, where I got direct access to the White House, Bro, I got four years, man. The one thing that they would say that might have been the um the new Harlem Renaissance. Bro, what happened in Atlanta during Walt's four-year tenure, bro, you start seeing black people in positions, man, with now these little summer job programs, young brothers are getting jobs. You're going to start seeing housing developments that's going to make sure that we got housing. This gentrification thing is going to stop right now. Big mama who can't pay her taxes or whatnot. We know Tyler Perry just paid 750 I think, million dollars or something like that. Yeah, I'm about to find yeah, yeah. I think it's like $750 million. That's good, but that's just like a band-aid on hemorrhaging right there. 2.75. Because what happens? Two point, how much? 2.75 2. million, 750,000 this year, and then 500,000 annually. That's but exactly right. So right, with that being said. To the senior citizens in Atlanta, Atlanta low-income senior citizens. So with that being said, what, what happens when that, yeah, that was about to say, what happens when that funding runs out? So if you actually in a seat where you control like the revenue coming through this city or whatnot, and you don't do what Tyler Perry did as an independent citizen, then man, shame on you. We got to start saying, if you're going to get our votes, I don't give a damn if it's local, state, or federal. We got to have an agenda. So E, let me just close out with this right here. When black folks decide that we're going to have an agenda, we know why we're voting when we go to the polls. Man, it don't even matter if you vote for Trump or whoever. This is my whole thing right here. When you're wealthy, because I'm planning on being wealthy one day. And I know, like, right now off the top, people might say, bruh, we got 13% black men. I heard this argument. I don't talk politics publicly, but I just heard people saying, man, 13% of black men voted for um the Republican Party or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Those black men knew why they were voting for the Republican Party. Exactly. They knew it was going to affect them directly. So until we start understanding why we're voting for something, and then we understand that, look, Dude, we're only going to put the person on the ballot. See, we got to start putting people on the ballot that we want. Yeah. We can't vote for the better of two evils. 
Man, right now, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris or whatnot, just being Greek, man, I already understood that the AKAs were going to support Kamala Harris sure. regardless of what she did when she got in office. I understood that black folks were going to vote for Obama regardless said. what he was going to do when he got yeah, in he office. Black. He had two terms, bro, and nothing was put under him to put a fire to say, bro, you owe us something because you don't get into office without our 97% support of you. And once again, he did the same thing that every other president has done throughout the history of this nation. Nothing for black folk because black folks never have an agenda. Especially not black men either. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is going right back to why I said I feel like the movement of the NFL wasn't bullshit and why it was important. What y'all talking about now are major pushes. Pushing a president to give you something is a major push. Pushing, that's the most powerful position in the world, right? Yes. For in the free world. The most underrepresented people in the world to push the most powerful position in the world is a major push. That's right. What I'm saying is, I have a rule. I never cross a picket line. You know what I'm saying? If some, if, if somebody protesting on some shit, even if I don't agree with the shit, I'm gonna let you do your thing. I ain't gonna talk about it. Long now, long as ain't no bullshit. Now, like white folk when they were protesting uh Michael Vick and his book signings, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't talking about no bullshit like that. When I'm talking about the NFL, even if I wouldn't like fucking with the NFL shit, I ain't gonna say nothing about it. I'm just gonna keep watching. I'm gonna let y'all do y'all thing. Because I understand, again, like I was telling you, Key, it's easier for them people, it's easier for me to stop watching the NFL. Then for the NFL players to stop playing. Cause they gotta feed their family. Cause they gotta feed their family. So I'm gonna make that sacrifice. You just said earlier, people aren't willing to die. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we can make change. You ain't even gotta die, bro. You ain't gotta spend no money. You just gotta stop watching this shit. Hell, I don't even give a fuck if you go watch them watch the ple- replay. Just don't give them that live shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause hell, even that through this whole time, I don't watch highlights. I don't been on YouTube and seen when somebody did whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, all I'm saying was, as the people, mm-hmm. we got to start taking small wins and growing to that bigger shit. Until we got name unified on some small shit. I agree. We ain't never going to hey, get to that hey, big hey, shit you talking O'Neal, about. He's an white politician, man. He has a book entitled, All Politics is Local. Until we start book. dealing with local politics, take race out of it or whatnot, poor white folks and poor black folks, we got the same platform. Let's keep it 1,000 right here. And I'm saying this right here. There's nothing different. Wealthy people, the one percenters or whatnot, man, they are going to do what they do because they know we're going to get hung up in what the president is going to do. I, I teach government once again. And I ask my students all the time about checks and balances and how all this stuff affects us. I said if the president ever rides down 75, 85, Cleveland Avenue, the only thing he would know about Cleveland Avenue is that he passed by Cleveland Avenue on his way to the airport. Other than that, nothing is going to happen. But what about the local politician who you know live right here in your neighborhood? You don't hold him accountable for getting those street lights fixed. You don't hold him accountable for providing jobs in your community. You don't hold your school board member accountable for looking at South Atlanta and what it looks like versus what North Atlanta looks like. And it's just on the other side of our 20. So I really say, like, if we're going to be serious about all this stuff, whether it be the NFL, if we're going to be serious about politics, we got to get serious about us. And when you think about this, e, uh, I drop it here. When you start hearing young, educated brothers, man, who really, really don't know anybody beyond like the last 10 or 15 years. 
it's hard for them to be able to connect to what we're talking about, about movements and stuff like that, because we are not aware of who we are as a people. Well, that's and, and, and let me just that's tell you this. Here, here, here's a bigger issue right here. When we start talking about education systems, I tell people all the time, it's a school system. It's not meant to educate because um educate means to draw out. And when we start drawing out what's really, really relevant and what's needed in our communities, it's not even politics. You know what I mean? When I start thinking about drawing out the greatness of our people, you got a movement going on using your verbiage about movement CRT you got books man black books being banned all across the nation you got an AP African American studies course that's being banned in the state of Florida man and everybody's silent so we'll get up in arms about you know NFL players and all this stuff but we won't get up in arms about the most important things that's going on which is our posterity our children's future their education so I would say that's where we should start at right there I think we should be um, contemplating Train the people. Well, yeah, but 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 how do you train the people when the people are? Here's the thing. I, I've been saying a lot this year in class. In all of your getting, get understanding. For sure. In all your getting, get understanding. That's I tell my kids. Is, but here's here's the thing though. Our kids now are going to school and they're not getting understanding because down in Birmingham during the civil rights movement, it wasn't the grown folks that made that thing pop. It was the children who made it pop because they were getting understanding about what was going on in their um community. And, well, and, and I close kids, out with this. And the kids could make the sacrifice. Too. That's the other thing. But what, hey, let me just say this. What they getting now is just grades. All they getting now is grades. All the kids care about now, man, they want to get their grades. They want to get across that stage. And I always ask them, what next? After you graduate, you graduate to what? The same thing that your mama and daddy and everybody's graduating to? All it is, all that, even then, I do think, now you know I'm always giving homage to our past and our elders. But a lot, I think we romanticize why they did what they did a little bit more than anything. Because one, Dr. King, he was chosen because he wasn't scared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't like in the young people D-Day happened because your, your daddy would have got fired. Yeah. Your mama gonna get fired. Like they will see you. When you talk about, we always talk about, we romanticize Selma. I agree. You know what I'm saying? But we never talk about Tent City. Yeah. Where hundreds of people were living in tents on the roads of the highway because your landlord seen you marching on the news yeah. and evicted you. You can't even live in my shit no more. Or you lost your job. You know what I mean? So we, we talk about, well, this is what the people did because they, and it was a sacrifice and consequence behind it. So we had to get smarter. So D Day, D Day, the kids can go to jail because we know they're going to get out. Yeah. We know the kids going to get out and they ain't got no job to lose. And to back you up, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because I hear what Walt's saying and what we're all saying. And every time I hear this, I just think about what black people as a whole need, right? And then the black individual. And while you've heard of this, and I'm, y'all probably heard of this, that Maslow's hierarchy. Of I was, needs. I was literally getting you ready to I'm say saying? that. Yep. And when I hear E talking about what he's talking about, I also know back in those days, when you look at that hierarchy, before you get to that self actualization where you can accept facts and be problem solving and do all those things, like you said, fight back, they had esteem. Esteem is when you have love for each other. Yeah. Respect for each other. They had that then. We don't have that now. And Keith, you go a step lower, loving and belonging. Yeah. Now my son here with me, so he's getting some of that loving and belonging. All of that. He, I know he comes from a loving family, so he's on that third level, building up his esteem. He's gonna have that, so he can self actualize. But in general, you have the bottom level, physiological. That's eating, uh, breathing, just basic water, sleep, all that stuff. The next level is safety, security, employment. So many black people on that second level. Trying to figure out their safety, security, the property. Yeah. How can I make money? You know what I'm saying? Where I'm going to live. And then even if they get that, 
Now you to the loving and the belonging. How many of us love each other? How many of us have? And we talk about this, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the, the mentorship, the older generation. That's the greatest wealth, the man, a relationship. And but, be able to have a relationship those, with people is the greatest wealth, man. Exactly. But all those on your hierarchy of needs. So for us to get to this point of kind of where we were in the past and get to fighting and fighting back and solving these problems, we got to come together as a people. I think, I think is why I said, bruh. Just stop watching the NFL. <laughs> but that's, it's that. the easiest way. You ain't got to spend no money. It's the easiest nah. way. Because, no, no, no. Because I, because e, e, we have listen. to get a win, bro. But listen. You listen, have to get a I win. Say stop I can't, watching the I can't NFL. accept that fact, right? Because that's at the top of the knees. Yeah. You talking about doing all this, bro? Nigga, I got to eat, dog. I wouldn't even I say that. I ain't got to do with nothing. Hey, dude, because I got money on the and, game. I'm back. I'm, I'm telling you. And, and so, so nah, yeah, and that's what I'm I want to say. I'm trying to escape. He don't ever want to miss it. It's not even to stop right? watching the NFL. Let's go back to creating a, a Negro League again. And mm. people not, ain't doing that. Nigga, you not about to goddamn go to the Negro League games, bro. How many y'all been to the big three? How many big three jerseys you got? I ain't How many big three uh, <laughs> games? How many big three three games have you watched? I, the whole I, thing. Now I watched the so whole thing. No, I'm talking about him. Oh. I ain't exactly. Right. So you're not going to no Negro League, nigga. That's right. what the big I, three I, is. I tried to hop in and say, "Channel, he my brother." Nah, no, you The big three is the Negro League, when and we're not about, fucking with it. No, you right. You talking about Maslow's official Negro League? Shout out to Ice Cube, Keith. When you talk about Maslow's hierarchy, though, let's let's take sports, all of that stuff, out of it for a second mm -hmm. let's go back to right now gentrification man is rolling through our communities man we're just watching our properties getting taken from us we, we're watching the game in slow motion yeah so when we start talking about big mama who lived next door i remember e i know you guys remember this right here new cats don't remember this next door neighbor bro your mama don't get paid until friday you could go and knock on your next door neighbor door and ask for a cup of sugar about eight slices of bread hey check this out you at the corner store well we had a tab I don't know who's in the room who remember having a tab like a corner store or whatnot. Yeah, so y'all yeah. feel me on this right here. So now if we start talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs or whatnot, can we even feed ourselves anymore? Mm -hmm. No, we depend on somebody to feed us. We got mm -hmm. wick, you know, to feed our babies. We got food stamps to feed our adults. Uh, and then when you start thinking uh, about uh, that, uh, Keith, uh, they uh, snatch all that uh, off uh, from underneath let me, us, let me bro. Real quick. That food thing too, that Ohio thing just happened. That's they right. Poison the fish. That's right. Poison the cows. Some of them died, but what about the ones that didn't die? That's right. And it says within a hundred mile radius, and this is in Ohio. So to your point, where do we as black people now I hear that? Where can I go get fish from if I don't know the source and not so yeah, and then now we got that. free lunch. So now everybody's eating free lunch or whatnot. And everybody's okay with our kids, man, like coming to school, eating stuff. I, I, I get a chance to go and peep in that cafeteria every now and then. And if you've ever done any time, I don't care if it's one day in Clayco or one day on Rice Street, those meals don't look different. The trays might look just a little bit different, but even when we start talking about- A little bit more friendly. Yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more user friendly. But when you start thinking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs again, man, e, you said this, we got to get a win. I think our first win is going back to having those horticulture classes in school. Letting kids learn how to Shout put their hands in the dirt. You learning how to grow your own food or whatnot. Shots out to like those construction classes and stuff we had when we went to school where you learn how to build houses on I don't campus. Think that's the win. I, I don't, I don't know if that's the win, but we talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs though. No, so but, the but win is, is if you can't feed yourself, then bro, you don't even have the energy to I, fight in the real world. But what world. I'm saying is we got to talk about the process. Like I don't think that's the win. Because you just said taking that class back to school. You, nigga, 
we struggling to go just go in and talk to schools. Yeah. So we're not going to be able to change a whole fuck that. The class need to be taught at my house. So all the kids that live on this street, I can control my house. And we can do a garden in the backyard. So every time you hear me talk, I always talk about schooling versus education, right? So when I say take it back to school, I don't mean that building that we call school. Okay, I'm talking about that system that we said. Okay, and there's a quote, man. I'm just I'm gonna use this quote right here. I was reading this um text a second ago, and I Keith, you know, I got a bookmark, got a bookmark, man. And it's a quote from Einstein, and the quote says, "Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid." So all of a sudden we had segregated schools and every Negro and their mama thought that we had won a victory because they integrated, not understanding the history of why we wanted to integrate. We didn't want to integrate because we wanted to cross mix and all this stuff right here. The only reason we wanted to integrate was so that we could get the same resources. If they had given us equal same access, books. going back to equity again, when you were talking about the league, Keith, the same books, the same type of building. We had one room schools that leaked when it rained. We had children, man, who were piled into one room or whatnot. Same pay for the teachers. Yes. So now all of a sudden, I love what you just said about having that community garden or whatnot. There are some people doing it because I remember when you and some of your um, tribe was doing that. So when we start talking about this whole thing, think about our kids now. Shut up. And I know Keith, 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 Keith took a low blow there. Hey, hey. If you know, you know. But E, check, check this out right here. <laughs> you can't be doing that on the live show. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, hey, E. Now I'm going to have a motherfucker look like, what are you talking about? Yeah, hey, E, check this out though, bro. All of a sudden now, you got those young brothers from the hood, man. When we start thinking about hip hop on the eve of the 50th anniversary, hip hop was raw, man. Negroes were talking about their own experiences. We had a variety of different artists. Everybody wasn't a gangster or whatnot. And then we allowed the corporation to come in. And now all of a sudden, people feel like if I'm going to be somebody who's a triple platinum artist or something, I got the most streams. I gotta have a record. I gotta go out here and shoot somebody. Gotta get that body. I got and then the key to take this Gotta out. catch that body. Gotta, gotta get, get that, that and, and I gotta get the bag. So now all of a sudden, the very that thing channel. that Big Mama. The very thing that Big Mama and Big Daddy raised us on, man, looking at, I know my grandma, man, I mean, every drunk in our neighborhood, my Big Mama would see them walking down the street, bro, and she would just say, hey, uh, man, y'all go out there and tell RJ to come in here, man, I got to fix him a plate or whatnot. So we didn't look at our own people, man, as being substandard or whatnot. Uh We knew that we were a collective and all of us worked together. Here's that Maslow coming full steam ahead. So now we got babies who come to school every day who got the genius that you got to start their own podcast. But our school don't have that. You know, our school doesn't give them access to that because you got to go to a four-year university. You got to go and get this degree that's going to put you in an area that's not even going to exist in the next four years. So all of our creative genius that we got, we're putting our little fish in a competition against a bird. You understand what I'm talking about? And that fish now think he or she is stupid. When we go back to when we could just have the stu- like have more educators like myself, have more educators like you, because educators are not people who have a four-year degree. If we have Big Mama, once again, I, I just I love that analogy of Big Mama. Big Mama can start teaching young ladies how to cook. So now we have real soul food restaurants in the hood because Big Mama took time out to teach her or him how to cook. Mm-hmm. So when we start talking about that brother out there washing the car right now, why not have your own car wash or whatnot? We start talking about um Big Daddy cutting grass. Why not let Big Daddy now have one of those institutions like our Hispanic brothers have? Because not too long ago, we were the ones cutting all the grass. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden, we, 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 hey, Keith, I got two master's degrees. But it was I got for a the doctorate city, degree. Though. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. No, no, no. I'm talking about those brothers in the hood who just started out pushing the lawnmower. 
And then all of a sudden that brother got out of, he got a zero turn lawnmower. But we're not encouraging that because the sisters don't want no brother who cutting grass. Mm-hmm. The sisters don't want no brother unless he got that bag. And most of the brothers feel like the only way to get that bag, they got to be out there putting in work. And that work sometimes brings about a body. That work sometimes brings about a 50-year, a 100-year sentence. So I just think, man, we got to go back to Maslow's hierarchy. It's not difficult. We got to go back to doing what we were doing when it worked. And the first step is, and he, because I'm an educator, I know I'm biased on this right here. It all starts with our education system, not the school system, because we know that right now our fish are being taught that they are stupid because they cannot fly. And we got to start right there. So before I go to the next thing, we boycotting the NFL now. <laughs> oh, I mean, we, yeah, I, don't it, I, don't, I don't watch it. I don't watch it no more. I don't but, know. I'm yeah. like, cause my team for to go to the Super Bowl. Hey, look, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I could go right back to doing it. All, all I'm telling you, I'm just saying why I did it. Yeah. And it was, like I said, it was a selfish thing, but let's go, uh, Rihanna. What's up? Oh, with the Rihanna performance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody said they, some people said they hated it, some people said they loved it. look. Scale of one to ten. Scale of one to ten can't use seven. Would you get Kevin a performance? Uh, we use the Kevin Samuel scale here. I I give it a, a six. Six. Yeah. Um, one to ten. Congratulations to Rihanna on having another baby. I give her a ten for the baby. As far as the show, <laughs> I actually sat there and said, I don't know if she's getting ready to do something. Well, she has something in her stomach because the show to me, man, other than just the floating, whatever the objects were in the air, will probably be like a four or a three. Okay. I gave it a six because all them gay ass niggas out there dancing. That's what I would. I would. That's what I'm watching. Like, how you doing, gay? Man, you ain't wearing no fishnet and dancing, dog. <laughs> I don't care what you talking about. You put man, on a fishnet and you going to go dance? He, he getting the bag. That's what, that's oh, what, that's man, that's what they getting paid no, to do. They getting paid, they getting paid to uh, dance. Oh, my bad. With, fish have, net, with fishnets on. They all have fishnets on? I wasn't even looking at that. Oh, oh, See, y'all was just looking at Rihanna and her stomach. I was I'm watching the whole ambiance and how they. You know what I was looking look? at? I wasn't even looking at Rihanna and her stomach. All I was thinking about was like when Prince performed at the Super Bowl, when um Dr. Dre brought out all those people. So like I heard a lot of people. Man, who, I thought Dr. Dre shit was what. So, but but here's my thing though. So oh, you asked that, us, that you asked us on what we thought about Rihanna's show. When I think about all of the great Super Bowl performances, even Janet Jackson's performance, you know, like with the <laughs> mishap, you know, it has nothing to do necessarily with like some people saying that, oh y'all waiting on Rihanna to um, get naked or do something like this. No, I was just nah, waiting on a performance. For me. Yeah, for me, I, I ain't seen Rihanna a long time. She was tired. I was waiting to see some titties. Man, she like, when, when she came out with her outfit, it was already a two for me. Yeah, off the top. I was like, and then I like when she opened it up, I was like, it's over. Bruh, the, I think the most exciting part about the performance to me were the people holding their cell phones up in the stand. You know, just everybody was glowing at the same time. Other than that, it was nothing that I um I walked. You know away what from I did it. appreciate about the uh, performance? Yeah, we already know what Keith think. He wear her drawers, so we know he liked it. First of all, that nigga got them fancy drawers right <laughs> there. I saw you say Savage, that. I didn't Savage, know that was real. They make it for me. Savage fancy drawers, robe, hoodies, all the stuff. Yeah. Are they sheer? Nah, 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 nah. They, they regular. Oh, they will shed Egyptian cotton. Not, not, <laughs> feel better than that shit. Man. After you pay for that, they feel way better than that shit. The robe is plush, all that shit. I give it an eight. Wow. Eight from, no, eight? You know what I do eight. give it? What do you give it? I, no, I, I give it a two for But what I give it? Why I give it? Because she was. Why I give it a ten? Like up there. Why yeah, I give her a ten? Yeah. 
she has been the most creative person to leverage the NFL to get a bag. The yeah. way she put her makeup on in the middle of the show, where she flew her dances in, all her dancers were wearing like I like that part. Yeah, Fenty got paid. Like the business, and, the and business behind how it. She put the makeup on in the middle of the dance. Like all, she sold, she sold the outfit. You no, know I'm saying she sold the outfit. Like right after, like all everything you saw. Right after the performance. So, Keith, if we, now look, check this out. Now, I we, give that a 10. If we're going to look at it through the lens of entrepreneurs or people who love business, then, yes, she gets a 10 for her business concept. So what but is the performance. Man, she marketed it. She was, she was a marketing genius. I, but the reason, but, but, but I like the, I like when the, I like when the Super Bowl give you two or three performances so you get to watch, you know, more yeah. than one show. Yeah. But she couldn't do it because the, everything was Fenty down. Yeah. And people got deals and contracts and if they ain't Fenty, like, so that's why she was by herself. Now I did, do feel like she got y'all Navy fans because she said I'm performing with a special guest. And she was talking about the baby. I felt like that was a little cheap. Yeah, that, that's why I said. Nah, I think. Real, 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 fan, real the, fans already knew what was up. We already knew what was up. Yeah, so keep it real, fam. Yeah, I'm, I'm part of the navy. All right, being oh, so a, that's what they call her, her yeah. tribe, the yeah, navy. navy. See, I don't even know about a tribe. So part now, being a real fan, what you think about her Vogue magazine cover? Oh, Vogue magazine cover. Yeah. Um, how much? How much money she make? Hmm. I mean, she a billionaire. <laughs> Get your ass in the back with that baby. What you talking about? So, Keith, now you're going away from everything you talked about with I'm, equity, dot, dot. So, saying, now you just made a pivot, man, a I'm hard sorry, pivot. Bro. I'm sorry, bro. Like, she, she's a billionaire. I don't know when the last time I seen anything from ASAP Rocky other than what he's been doing, putting in work. And, like, this is one of those things where, like. Have y'all ever been can, with a woman to make more money than y'all before? No. Nah. Not, not necessarily. I don't think so. I make a regular practice of it. I ain't never getting in the back. <laughs> yeah, I, I I ain't never getting in the back. I agree. I don't care how much money you make. Yeah, period. I mean, now I, I'm I'm being facetious when I said that, but for real, I don't. I think we're breastfeeding back there. No, I, he won't breastfeed. <laughs> yes, he was. It's a, it's a, no, no, no. It's a Vogue. It's a British. It's British Vogue. Look, why why she needs to be in front now? This is like double XL, the source. You know, nah, bro. Vogue got Vogue got a history of this. Yeah. I went back and looking. I was looking at all the magazines. For real? Yes. Who's you got that? him in the back. Uh-huh. They don't even let Offset get on the cover. I mean, nah, nah. I don't see it. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I saw okay, that. Okay, so you getting in the back, Key? So you, is my show making a billion dollars? You getting in the back. Is Rihanna my show? Is Rihanna, y'all make too I'm, many, I'm, I'm, bro, this generation Keith. make too many compromises for the bag. I'm about to bro. say, hey, I'm, I'm, the bag hey, lets you I, do anything now. That's the name of this episode. Can I throw this anything back? for the bag? <laughs> anything go for the bag. Your wife got more money. Let me, e, but you, you didn't e, no, e, I'm finna hit, hit him with a, I'm finna hit him with a COC question now. So no, 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 for the bag. So now do we put? Y'all keep talking about the bag. Y'all not listen to what I'm saying. Vogue, British Vogue. You said British Vogue. British Vogue, his my lady up, who's a billionaire, right? Yes. One. Fashionista, two. Yes. Has a whole line three. And I got my son. Oh, yeah, I think they had a son. Yes. I got my son and she's currently pregnant. I'm making a boss move because she can't even do the cover without my permission. Do you understand so what, where they got that cover? Co- so have you seen the concept that they, they, Im- the they imitated? Have you seen the concept that they oh, imitated? Oh, I ain't know the deeper. Yeah, so you got to see the concept. Oh, okay, so okay. it's a it's this Break huge it it's this down huge down. monument on the continent where they have the brother out front or whatnot, 
and the African Renaissance. Oh, statue. Yeah, yeah, the African Renaissance statue. So once you juxtapose those two images, it's like once again the sister is going to minimize the brother and put him way back, back in the backdrop. I'm back on code. I ain't fucking with. Hey, but look, but look, but what about but what about when they put Kanye in the back? They did it. I gotta look this shit. I came ready for this. Yes. I didn't know it went this deep. I Kanye, really Kanye, got, Kanye, on, I, I just got, thought got she was look, British Vogue. They, they got, got some female magazine. They got Kanye and Ka, uh, 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 <laughs> Tardashian. Nah, get to the back. They got Keith. Kim. They got Kim. <laughs> <laughs> they got what I'm saying is she can't even do the cover without look, my permission. They so got, no, she, she definitely can do it. No, she can't. She definitely can do it. Can you pull up that image? Um, they, the original image. Yeah, yeah. They got they got Kim Kardashian uh in the front with the light light skin baby. They got Kanye in the back. No. Unfocused. <laughs> Bird. Hey, look. I'm about to. <laughs> when you, like, hey, when like you see Keith, when crazy. you see the original image that they are He's imitating, seen the yeah, Renaissance yeah, I, I seen the Renaissance statue, but I didn't. I didn't know. But you got to juxtapose the two yeah. images though for you to really appreciate what they just did. I'm pulling it up. So when they uh, this is the African Renaissance statue right here. So like that uh, like that uh, stylist that said he was recreating an so, anime so cover. Look at that. Next they saying they recreating so the African Renaissance statue. So the man who's head of the household, they swapped that thing all the way out. So, and I'm okay with everybody talking about, you know, beside every good, you know, man is a woman, but don't use that model. Use the model of ancient Kemet or something like that where you see the queen sitting next to the king. If you want to just at least all have I'm arguing is for a beside. That's all no, I'm No, that's arguing. what I'm saying. But, but, but find an image though that they had the king and queen beside each other. Don't use that image right there and juxtapose it and have okay, the brother so now, in the backdrop. Now, now I'm back juxtaposing it. Y'all tripping. Y'all doing too much. See, it's too deep. It's too deep. Yeah. Hey, look, look. I didn't go there with it, but I was going to take the win because you had bowed down to it. Hey, look. Look, what I'm saying is. Because I'm looking at it and I'm like, it's British, bro. It's British. It's what the fuck. At least he's on the cover. Like, bro, I don't even. So we are on the cover. They're holding hands. Offset didn't get to get on there. They're holding hands. Offset. So as as a brother who's head of my household, I should be happy just to be on the cover because my wife makes more money than me. No, no, no. So you in the household, you the head. Yes. Oh, okay. Your lady, your lady does this fashionista thing. British Vogue is known for the women to be on the cover. Bro. Then why even put him on there? Why not just put her because on the I'm magazine the cover? No, no, I'm just saying, why don't British Vogue just, because they're known for that, why don't British Vogue Vin? just put well, her? But why they don't have her up there with all her kids? But see, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We don't know the full conversation because it could have been that. And he's like, nah, if you're going to do the cover, I'm going to be on there with but, you. But hey, now, now this, this is what we were talking about when we started out earlier about facts. The fact, yeah, facts and representation. Brother, right now, that would be the equivalent. I want you to think about this right here. Mm-hmm. That would be the equivalent of saying that we're going to put Jesus in the background. We're going to put, um, we we're going to put, um, well, we have. So now all of a sudden, Keith, when you start talking about any subject, <laughs> we're going to put the head coach in the background and we're going to put the star players out in the front. We're going to put, you know, like all of our ancestors who went before us and paid the ultimate sacrifice. So Dr. King, yeah, we understand that, but now we know Coretta was making more money than Dr. King. So we're going to put her on the cover in front of Dr. King. So when you understand like the context, not the content, the context, you understand the context of what they're saying. This subliminal messaging at its highest level, right? Here. So just put her on the cover by herself. She's a bitch. So the title could have been you billionaire. No, no, no. But here's the thing, though. No, no. My thing. She's a billionaire. Salute to the queen being a billionaire. It's a Vogue magazine. Just show her off. Don't put but, the brother in the see, backdrop. Not, okay, you can do anything with a bag. No, not even a bag. No, no, no. See, this, no, no. Let me let me be truthful about it. This the thing is, and what I see in it, and what I saw in it, 
is support. Like the one, this could be the one time where like this is for her. Cause like I'm in a relationship. The one time that you reality, you get it all the time. This is what I'm saying in general. Like this could be the one thing. Like this is a woman's thing. This is the one time. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna prop you up on this. Like I feel like a real man will prop up his woman. No, 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 King, 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 no, King, why this? Prop her up. So why is this right here? Why Once again, when you go back to where they made that juxtaposition at. See, if you just had him on the cover in the back, but you don't have see, that connection right there. The only, the only, see, and what I need is like a connection. It's true. Like the artist went to Africa, saw that, and that's what inspired it. Or like, Somebody's truly because it just seems too deep. Have like, you seen that new Martin Luther King um statue that they got? When it almost looked like yeah, but you that's see, the you equivalent. See, but you see how they try to say that was inspired from an embrace. But what if they said though? What if that was British? Um, some other magazine or whatnot. With me, why not just show Martin Luther King and Coretta standing there, the full body, so you know exactly what that represents? Because you're telling me where it's sourced from. You see that's what I'm right, saying? That's right. So if you tell me. This right here is supposed to represent the Renaissance statue. Then I'm like, oh nah, nah, y'all doing it wrong. Why That's would right. y'all? Why would y'all flip that? Y'all trying? But my thing is, you're saying, like, I That's a good example. I get if that. I know but what you, said, from, what you said earlier, though, we coming up. What with. you said earlier, though, was. You know, she's a billionaire. How much? How much she make? Yeah. See, that's that's my only issue with it. Shoot me the back. That's what he said. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying whoever whoever makes the most money in the household needs to be supported. Period. But my issue is that doesn't mean that you're not the man in your house. You just need to support whoever's making the most money. I think because it's also a role. I think that's if you're not making the money, you still need to be supported. No, 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 no. If you're making the most money in the house, he sound like a breadwinner. Who? Like if you make yeah. <laughs> if you making the most money, in <laughs> see that's that far. He's trying to give me that for that far. <laughs> the garden, the, the, the garden, garden. <laughs> won't even hear, won't even hear. Hey, Keith, be back, Keith. You know what I want, Keith. You know what I want to be careful not to do, Keith, because I already know Eldred already slid a slick one in on me while I go to my hotel and the whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. He got me too. But let me say this right here. I already know there's some of my partners who's gonna be on this misogynist stuff talking about no man let's just call it what it is if you want to show brothers supporting um their sisters or their queens uh, i don't have to be on the cover i, I look check this out yeah, man i can support my there. sister you ain't gotta put me on there in no substandard position yeah. all you gotta do is just put my queen on there and know that at the photo shoot i had the children i walked them making sure they were taken care of when mm-hmm. we go home it's all to the g because nah, they will be able to say nah, so what y'all think about, what y'all about my boy coming uh, uh, let me get right back to because i don't even know who say right that's what we the cover. That's the cover the podcast. Uh, but I agree with you on that. Because yeah. I, even if, if I was ASAP, I wouldn't want to be on the cover. That's right. But I don't know if hey, some niggas want to be on the cover. Yes, they want to play the back. I.e., this nigga. Some niggas want to dress like this and wear them type of clothes. And, you know, that's, hey, listen. Now, they say, now the artist did give you a Jessica pose on that. He said he was recreating his favorite anime character. Who was his favorite anime character? Let me character? show you. Let me show you. I don't even watch We already, you know what I'm saying? Like, but can, can I ask you this while E is trying to find the original picture of an anime? Mm-hmm. Is look, it clear? Is it is it fair to say then look, that if, if a sister makes more money than a brother, he should always be willing pants. to take the um, <laughs> subpar positioning? No, 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 no. Well, I just want to make sure I'm clear on no, what. No, if the woman makes He definitely most, said that. No, mm-hmm. no. What I said was if the woman makes the most money, the man should be there to support her, but that doesn't mean that he's not the man of his house. But is he not supporting her by saying, "Hey, y'all, um, just because I know the origins of this photo, 
You know what I mean? No, no, that's what I'm saying. So he had said, I know the origins of this photo. I support my queen. She know I'm, you know, I help out around the house since she's going through um, her pregnancy. She know that I actually have gone to every appointment with her. But what I will not allow you to do because of my self awareness and what I understand about the role and the hierarchies of relationship. And we understand y'all that black men right now, we're under attack, man, from every angle. And now all of a sudden, if we start saying that as long as you make the bag, because every time I listen to one of these podcasts today, and I'm not talking about the good lady out there who understand their role and the good men who understand their role but everything is about well if i make this kind of money then my man should um not yeah. be you know what i'm saying yeah, so hold on, hold on. And to your point yeah that's another reason why i'm not tripping off the cover because we have a clear example of a billionaire yeah. still with a man no that, but, that, but a family keep, that's the point that i'm making still, she keep, that's she the point him. that we're making she doesn't Whether even need him or not keep, like, but that's the point that i'm trying to make right there Man, She's we showing these women like I still got yeah, but, man and everything. But no, no, no. I think at that point, that's what we kind of go. Yeah, I think we kind of go off track with that. If she showing us <laughs> oh, that man, I stay with this man, baby, in that, in Kim breast. Yeah, take this right here. Hey, Keith, if she's showing, if she's showing that she support the man, let me tell you what I saw when I saw the picture. Only because I know the origins of it. I saw now that Negro. When I tell you get your ass in the house and do X, Y, and Z, because because I don't need to be on the cover, bro. I don't need to be on the cover. Now you heard they get married. No, no, Y'all do heard that they get married. They, they, they get so married he might too. be wearing a dress at he, the wedding. No, he taking her he name. Might, he might. Oh, come on, E, you lying, no, bro. Not, like, yeah. hey, shut up. <laughs> you know E lying. Because she got the bag. You know So we gonna break with all. You know, but you know what's up? You okay with hyphenating? <laughs> Go on. What's your last name, brother? Thank you. Ain't no hyphen around here, my nigga. I was trying to tell you. Right. If you bet your billionaire, you ain't no, ain't no hyphen around here, my nigga. All, all my kids. See, I'm, I'm, is, I'm just, before you go, keep your point. The reason why I can't rock with it, I'm a student of Bobby Brown. Your name Whitney Brown now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that. Yeah. I don't care who we you are. still know it's Whitney Houston, though. <laughs> but what I was going to say was, this is a generational thing as well, because you know, you talk about the black man being under attack, right? Yeah. I'm 36, and my generation, that black fatherhood piece was heavily attacked. Yeah. So the first thing you saw was, damn, they they uh, putting this next to the renaissance. Yeah. The first thing I saw was black man on the cover with his baby. This black fatherhood. You get what I'm you saying? Know what? Ah, because you know the what? image, you because, know because we don't get the image so Never much, mind. That Never was mind. the first thing I, I right, saw. Keith got it. You know what I'm saying? I, because I, I saw that. Keith is stay home and, dad. And, and he's kissing the baby. That was know? representation and, and for Keith. <laughs> no, that is. He a stay home dad. I'm a stay home That's dad. That's equity. That was, that was representation for him. I get I, it. I stay, I'm a stay home dad. I get it. He, he ain't going to win So it's like, I, I, I understand. I understand. Let's see if we hear that. No, you don't hear that. We talk, we talk about this. Shout out to therapy. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, when I saw that, I saw a little representation, but I also saw, because I also in my life have seen a woman make the most money. Yeah. But the man still the head of the house. Yeah. You don't just go out, you're not just spending frivolously. You're and I, and I think, out. I think that I, I would dead my point on that point <sighs> that you just made right there. As the head of the household, as the head of the household, I would never, this is me personally talking. I would cover. never get on a cover. <laughs> my, I don't cover care if my woman is a billionaire. <laughs> uh, she's getting ready to close, um, the biggest deal ever, man, with British Vogue. 
and they are going to like you know double what her salary is. It has nothing to do with the structure, man, of how our household should be run. I would just say to them, um, I would say, baby, you know I support you and all that you do. I'm gonna be 100% behind you. I don't care what the public think about our relationship and you making more money, but I refuse to be on that cover, you know, standing in the backdrop like that. Why? Why do you need me to put me on the cover if you know like the origins of what, what do they you say got to the women that say that's just your ego? And then I already know, that, that's what I male ego. Hey, e, that's what I said about that misogyny or whatnot. That word is being used so um loosely Freely these days, because of man. feminist now. Yeah, and that movement right there is a whole nother <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, that's a whole yeah. nother show. And these feminists, <laughs> they going crazy, man. That's why it's hard to date out here nowadays, oh, man. Because feminists, women done got what they wanted where, where <laughs> they feel like, oh, I can control everything. And now it's misogynistic. It's something that me from that podcast mean. And men eat sandwich and meat. And women eat plants. And nah, just, you know? It's real. It's a book. It's a book out there called uh Men Are Like Waffles and Women Are Like Spaghetti. I don't even remember some old school shit. Hey, That's why I say, nigga, that you were reading that nigga. Hey, 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 that, he, book, hey, that book was a phenomenon. I remember when that came yeah. out. Hey, Eldred, when you, when you, when I asked you the question, I said, is this what the show gonna be on? He said, no, but we might, you know, it's in the cycle. I had two books I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring his needs, her needs, and I was gonna bring men are from Mars and women are from Venus. And when we talk about his needs and her needs and whatnot, you know, it's like, if you looked at the top five things, I read that book thoroughly. And I'm telling you, every man needs to read it. Every woman needs to read it. So, like, when you think about a woman or whatnot, a woman feels like she needs to feed a man. She needs to do all these things that somebody outside of us have told her we need. I don't need a woman to cook for me all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? If she never cooks a meal for me, I'm good with that. But in her mind, she needs to be cooking. But so keep watching this. So now, for me as a man, what I do need is to be respected. And y'all know I'm always doing this word etymology thing, re. Plan to see, you know, read me to do again or to go back. Spec to see. If you plan to see me again, what I will not be seen as is you're flanking because you make more money than me. And I'm, I'm okay playing the back seat. I'm okay not ever being out in public, you know, in no photo shoot. I'm okay not ever being on a com- you know, cover of a magazine. I've always supported the woman I'm with. And I'm saying this right here, Keith. When brothers start taking the back seat because their woman is making more money, that's no different than someone saying that a man is, um, financially abusive to a woman because he makes more money. That's the same thing in reverse, but we... Um, he is. Yeah, yeah. So, That's why we got studs out here, man, because they feel like they can do the same thing. What a man doing? What? Yeah. <laughs> you know where these studs coming from? <laughs> nah, I just did a podcast, and it was, it was a stud on there, and she kind of kept it real. She was like, you know, I see why men be acting the way they act now, because as a man, you take on this partner as a woman, and that's an adult and you low-key have to take care of another adult and every man we're we're all men we all we all know like that concept of like you know just the care and responsibility of just another grown adult yeah and so the stuff was like damn she kind of wish she'd go back to being a woman because she still can yeah she ain't look like she could go back no more you know how they shit their hair off and now <laughs> she going too <laughs> <laughs> this nigga fucking younger than me. This oh, nigga no. fucking younger than no. me. Check, hey, look, check the vlog. Them Arby strips. <laughs> hey, 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 King. Now we go back to which name should he use? You might not want to use your real name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, yeah, we go. Last, last, last thing I'm gonna say on the issue is 
There is a rumor out there that Jay-Z has changed his last name. I don't know if y'all ever heard that, but Jay-Z's last name is hyphenated to Nose Carter. Oh, like Lord. him and Beyonce had the same last name as Nose Carter. I can see Jay-Z doing that because when they first got together, she was keeping him alive. So I think that's the rumor that. Yeah, yeah it's She was a superstar. So I can see it. So E, let me ask you this. I, I just want to make sure because yeah. I feel like right now I, I'm totally in a that different. Like the longest bleep ever in hey, podcast King. history. Yeah. I feel like oh, I feel like honestly, I feel like I'm on another yeah, planet. Not E. E, are you telling me then if you marry a billionaire, you will hyphenate your name? No, I just told you I make a practice Fenty of dating well, women who make we more money. Can we stop saying when okay. you, if you marry a billionaire because they weren't billionaires when they got married? No, no, but he said that she cha- he changed his name after um she became a billionaire. No, no, I said she was a superstar. That was like I get, you know, Jay Z is one of them dudes that want to do anything just to get the bag to go to that next level. Yeah, so I can see Jay Z. Uh, molding to that progressive oh me and my wife are both woo woo yeah. Jay Z will do anything gotcha anything you're going to NFL and end the whole protest but speaking of speaking of like just to just go on like with, with Rihanna y'all seen uh, Chris Brown drop the single with Chloe him and uh, mm-hmm. the new Beyonce dropping the single together for real yeah, yeah. It's already out. They, it's not out, but it's coming. They oh, put out a picture and he was on top of her, like, dope yeah. picture, right? Now, who is that? Chris Brown and uh, the little Chloe girl. Chloe Bailey. Gotcha. Chloe Bailey. Gotcha. She, the new Beyonce. She's gotcha. the new Beyonce. Yeah, they signed the so, Beyonce's label. So, um, <laughs> she, uh, they driving the album. So, old girl, this one girl came in what group she come from. She was like, Chris Brown keep dropping these songs with these black women that we love to make us forget that he beat women. And oh, we're not talking about something from three LW. Yeah, three LW. Cancel that. She, so, she's looking for clout. But look, so Chris Brown goes off. He go off. This dude like, man, I'm t- I did that when I was seventeen. I was like, dang, that nigga was seventeen when that. Yeah, happened. he was like, seventeen when that happened. It was seventeen, bro. It been that long. He said, bro, y'all won't let me live this down. I ain't. He so, wasn't even a dog. So, so then he was like, I did this when I was seventeen. But then when he snapped, he say, but y'all super excited. To come out here and watch uh Christian Rock and Blueface beat on each other because it's entertainment. Wow. Mm. So then and you know I fuck with Zeus. Shout out. Baddies, I hate Saturday. Zeus. It's, Zeus is literally they got like, Floyd Mayweather. When it comes to the worst thing that happened to our people is slavery, Jim Crow Zeus. Wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, wrong. Like they be whooping ass on that. Zeus, Zeus is horrible. Lie, that shit horrible. But, and, they, and they got a new a new one now. I'm about to start checking that. I'm gonna plug that next week. <laughs> he gonna plug Man, it. I look, but look, check this out. I told you should have been more prepared for this podcast. Look, but, ch- <laughs> but look, but check this out. I'm totally underprepared. But, but check today. this out. We ever did so <laughs> blue face. He came out. He said, "Whoa, whoa, Chris." He was like, "Get to my chill." He was like, "Chill, bro." He was like, "I know it might seem unfair that you know you hit somebody and that happened to no, you." He pretty much. But I hit somebody and you know I'm making money from it. <laughs> he literally said it, bro. Jesus Christ, bro. He literally said oh that. Oh my God, bro. He was like, he was Blue like, Blue Flame was like, "Hey man, like I kind of got hit with a stray bullet today." You know what I'm saying? Like, like he got him. He tell you hate nobody pimping pretty much. He had the Cartiers on, bro, the chains on. Bro, it was like, but it was sad because it's like it's true. Yeah, they ain't letting Chris Brown live it down. But, nah, nigga, hold on. I'm looking at what Chris Brown. He ain't just go off with Chris Sean. But he, he called saying, out everybody. Where's the cancel culture for these artists that they underage women beat the fuck out their wives and give bitches AIDS? Where's the cancel culture for these white artists? Mm. Yeah. 
Bro, he started naming everybody. He started going in on that. And you know what I'm saying? And it, and it, the, 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 it com- need to be the, said. the conversation, well, let me just say that. You need to be, be trying to edit me can on my own ever, podcast. But can hold you on, ever on, like be forgiven <laughs> for anything? Nigga be trying to edit me on my own podcast. So <laughs> the views of this podcast and the things I'm about to say do not reflect anyone in this room, anyone that is editing this podcast and they're producing. They only reflect just Eldridge. The domestic violence conversation is not. It's just crazy. I need to give a disclaimer before that. <laughs> you feel like you finna hear some crazy. Hey, that's a Jerry Springer uh, closer to his show right there. <laughs> now, I'm just saying, like, we, we can never have the real conversation about it. Yeah. Because we don't want to address it from all angles. Because Chris Brown didn't just beat Rihanna, he won the fight. She hit him. Let's have a real conversation. Yeah, this, this, uh, mm-hmm. He won the fight. And then you have all of this shit. We, we watch domestic violence stuff all the time on TV. Yeah. This Blueface and I don't even know who Krishan Rocky they is. They got a series. I know they got a series. But I was really looking like, is this Chris Rock daughter? Like, how does she get famous? Like, I'm just looking at this snaggle too, light skin, toxic little girl yeah. that people love. Look like, like what does she do? Like is she a singer? What is what does she do? Nah. Chief can tell. So so <laughs> so she, she's basically she's basically one of these girls that have come up. Uh, it started with Kanye, right? When Kanye links up with Amber Rose, that you don't know who this chick is, but she's fine, and she came up. So Blueface hooks up with Krishan. They don't really know who she was, but she was fine. And she used to play football. She's not following no, me. But no, no, no. This is before the snaggle to, You see, if you see original pictures before the snaggle to, and she used to play football. <laughs> and she played football. She ran track. Like, Charlie was super fit. Like, she was with all of it. The finest out the crew. They linked up. And it became a new age Bobby Whitney story. Like, mm-hmm. it just became. It's just top. Media. Bobby Whitney history in the, in the later days. Yeah, yeah. Toxic side. And then, you know, she came up with some music. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of <clears> took off. But I think the, thing that got it was the you know blue face was known to be like this la crip pimp type coach you know that's how they come yeah. from so like to see him kind of get locked down with a chick the girl you know it became interesting oh who is she yeah they lock down blue face and then you just see that she's matching blue face energy as far as the cussing out and cussing out back and forth but then you see the toxic in it where she tattoos his face on the neck or you know she loses a tooth and so, then get a denture with his face with on his the face denture. on oh, wow. you know, on the denture. So when she does have Man. a full set, she fights. He fight her daddy. She fight his mama. No, no. she fought the mama first and hit the mama. Not but the, the daddy swung on him too. The though. daddy swung on yeah. him. The daddy swung, yeah. but she but he still punched the daddy out though. Yeah, you he, know what I'm saying? I saw it's that. Like, like it's so toxic. I hate it's it. Toxic side. Yeah. Toxic side. So when Chris Brown said that, I was like. He right. Yeah. He is right. He is but right. I, hey, I want to ask a question to the gentleman in they the room. They did get him some therapy at the end. Of like, it, it, so Keith, it, 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 like, are we ever going to be at a point? Hey, I want to sure. know though, just for, just for Shout the sake out. of like black men again, because we're back to this again. Like, are we ever forgiven for anything? Like, okay, it's 10 years. If I stop drinking, I haven't had a drink in 10 years. Will we always nah, be able to go back to? Nah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, so like, yes, we are. And I got clears. Yeah. And that was, I but, got but, clears but going to this Chris Brown thing, cause I don't keep up with any of that stuff. I'm, I'm constantly reading, trying to figure, figure out how I can scale my business, scale my brand. And I just want to know though, like, 
for brothers who actually make a change. I, I in no way condone domestic violence. I say it in my family. I don't condone it. I hate men who beat on women or whatnot. But at some point, man, like if we say that we all love the Lord and we believe in going to the altar and, you know, being forgiven for remission of your sins and all this stuff. Why is it though? It just seems like. What, what you just read with a black man, man, he could have changed his life all the way around. And we come back to the point where we're always going to say when he gets ready to do his new project or whatnot, he used to beat on women. Like, are, now, are we now, ever forgiven? No, we are. And I got clear examples. <laughs> but no, we, 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 they, they do. Y'all niggas scared of that nigga. <laughs> Y'all scared nah. of that nigga. Bro. He's scared of who? He's scared of a little bad. Uh, but the thing is, I think we do. He ain't paying us. People, I, uh, we said black people. King said, oh, you don't know that. You don't know. <laughs> no, I know. Elgis, I know. Elgis I know. Elgis is writing a book right now. And he's talking about going from here to here, all of relationships. Truthfully, I'll, I'll put it here. Maybe we'll keep it, and maybe we won't. Keep like, it. He gonna put the part where he defends it. Put it in. No, not defend. No, not defend. I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna ask you a question, okay. like a real question on the podcast. You know, we get real. You really stand like that with Jay Z. You would never take any Jay Z title or affiliate type of deal. Deal with Jay Z, the leader of the Illuminati. Oh. <laughs> everything, yes, bro. Oh, Every, no. Everything you feel about it. Thank you, the leader, though. Dog. You give him too much credit. Yeah, I'm saying, but I'm asking. I'm no, asking. He's a the black leader. I'm asking uh, a real question because because Jay Z's here. He's in media. He does all. Elders be going in, and you know how people people listen. It'll come through the ways, and we get into a point where it'll be known. And if you dig through the crates enough, you know how you feel about it, or you hear enough. Hey, yo, Eldridge, I earned this one pie. <laughs> <laughs> you said some interesting things about me. Oh. <laughs> So, you, so are you really, like how you boycott the NFL? Nigga, you really bro, not fucking with. Bro, I'm taking a five hundred thousand. I'm not sitting down with this nigga for dinner, bro. I ain't talking about. I'm talking about a real deal. Like, hey, just tell the media. We talked about it on the last pod. The exactly. only reason I'm, like, only reason I gotta do it because you gonna want me to do it, and I, I gotta do it for y'all. But I'm gonna go in there reluctant, and I'm a, I'm not taking no bad deal. Like you know how some folk would take a bad deal to get ahead. Like this ain't the deal. Like you're not taking a high high deal at all. Okay. Like I'm taking a. Clearly Nori, benefited. Nori deal. Yeah, it's doing the same crack three times. Exactly. Okay. Like it's a clearly I'm winning deal. But hell no, because I don't even want to do business with you. Right. This wow. is on the record. But I just went. I went. I went. I got too many people riding with me, entrusting me to make an emotional decision. That's just an emotional decision. Yeah. So everything <clears throat> was staying as you said on the pod, but you'll still sit down with him and have a conversation. Oh yeah. That's what's up. So if he still sit down with you, then you know Jay Z a real nigga. Then would you say it then? Huh? If he still sit down with you, then Jay Z a real nigga. I'm, I'm, I know he gonna sit down with me. I'm me. But I'm saying if he sit down <laughs> with you, is he a real nigga? Because you've been talking shit to him about. No, because he'll do anything. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> I said you said that. <laughs> the allegations look Tasha K got me that's what it is it's the Cardi B Tasha K but, that got me but you me know what I'm saying you ain't got you ain't been on until you been sued I don't know you wanna be sued by JT though come on bro that's a alright let's just let's just go down this rabbit hole yeah cause, the, cause let's just go down this rabbit hole has, has, Tasha K, has Tasha K really capitalized off of being sued by Cardi but, B but the thing is bro like you were one thing I, I know, I saw I, the I ain't got it uh, t-shirts. When I was fit, <laughs> when I was fifteen, 
When I was 15, I don't talk about this a lot on pot. I got locked up for attempt to uh, arm robbery. What? So I went to juvie. All right. My first night in juvie, I get jumped. Oh, you didn't tell us that part. My first night. Dude, literally, like, it was something. They were getting pizza. They had water dominoes. And my brother, Nick, shout out to Nick. Y'all know Nick. Mm-hmm. Nick been to juvie so many times. Like, he's adopted. And I can talk about the fact. Like, Nick been, to, he been in and out of juvie. We met Nick in juvie. Mm-hmm. We met Nick in uh, Millersville Youth Detention Center. Oh, you was in Millersville? Yeah. yeah, you were down the road. Hey, man, yeah. 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 So, so that's how, that's how many times my brother been locked up. Nick was so locked up, been locked up so many times. When he found out I was going to love Joe, he told me the JCO to talk to. Like, so when I got, he told me a couple of things. He said, talk to JCO, do this. And then he said, the first person to try you, break their jaw. That's what Nick, that was the advice he told me when we were going, we were getting ready to get locked up. We both, we knew we were going. But, it, but they separated you. Yeah, because he was going to adult jail. He's older now. Oh, okay. So the JCO, he said, man, goddamn, Nick still getting in trouble. Wow. <laughs> so it it was a dude. So, so it was a dude, uh, it was a dude that JCO, he was like, Oh, you Nick brother, so he whoop, whoop, he kind of oh, looked God. out for me, yeah. right? So I'm I'm now Nick word is law. He been here. So the dude walked up to me. He said, hey, man, you want your pizza? So I'm trying to be cool. You know what I'm saying? And you know, we're going back to the church in the beginning. The Bible say a soft answer. Turn away wrath. Yes, sir. I was trying to be hard. Mm. So I said, hell yeah, I want my pizza. <laughs> when I should have said, yes, sir. <laughs> I want my pizza. Yeah, yeah I so, want my pizza. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, I want my pizza. Trying to be hard and cool. So then... The familiar noise that you hear all the time in school. The nigga said, you hear someone, ooh, you gonna let the nigga talk to you like that? So he walked up to me, he grabbed my pizza. He literally grabbed my pizza and I just, pow, pow, went off in the jaw. And I felt so good until five niggas just, pow, 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 pow. <laughs> <laughs> jumped me. Yeah. First night, black eye, everything. This is why I would talk about Jay-Z on this podcast. When I got jumped, the next morning I came out and I, I would pay a million dollars to find this dude. Dude was about six, three, big, dark skinned nigga, and they call him black. Part of Southside Mafia. He said, Hey, I heard them nigga jump you. He said, Fuck them nigga, man. Rock with us. Fastest way to make a friend is to make an enemy. Yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So I don't give a fuck. So if Jay Z sued me out loud, Little me, crush my business, take everything. It's a nigga that don't fuck with Jay Z that gonna fuck with me. Mm. I do right wonder too. who that nigga is. Right <laughs> Cause there be a lot of niggas at that Rock Nation brunch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Even your boys was out there this year. I know, right? Nigga, they would not stop talking about it. So like, yeah, come on, like EYL was you gotta out get there. That right? Well, yeah. anybody can get it. Everybody know I talk about everybody. Yeah. Anybody can get it. Anybody can get it, bro. Anybody for real, for real. But, um, outside of all that, to the Chris Brown situation, you know, one thing I will say about this brother, this brother has, Chris Brown keeps his receipts. It's been a couple of sisters that untried him mm-hmm. on some shit because they know he's an easy target. Yeah. Like, Chris Brown, the women is like Michael Vick, the dogs. Like, mm-hmm. they ain't never gonna let him. Great analogy. They ain't never gonna mm-hmm. let him live it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, that, I said it that way, but 
if we were going to be in the funny back with my comedian friend, I would have been like, what the Chris Brown and uh, Michael Vick got to come? They both fight bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid, nigga. Come on. Don't hate this. Don't hate this. Don't hate this. I chose the wrong episode to come exactly. on. And, 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 and for context, and for context, Chris Brown would be 34 this year. That's that 17 years 17, Half of his life. Yes. That's been 17 years. 17 years. Wow, bro, let that thing go. He don't. He that was. A, he was a child. He's paid his debt. I had my son in here. If he did some shit at seventeen, by the time he turned thirty four, bro, I'm not bringing that shit up. No. Especially if you still not doing it. You, well, you maybe you seventeen. You swung on Saudi. Wow. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, bro. Seventeen, like yeah. half my life, y'all been trying y'all gotta to hold let, me to the y'all And anybody that hold him to that, you lame, bro. And I'm beat yeah. all these cases. You lame. And, come on. You lame. And it's, and Rihanna even enough forgave and they've been in communication since then. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. And she beating that nigga ASAP, cause that's why he's standing that behind. Why he and, wow. and, and y'all cool, y'all cool with your auntie's husband that used to get beat on them. So come on, man. Like, like, come on. We, we all done forgive and forgave as long as that shit yeah. stopped and you learn from it. Like, come on. He ain't we got let, shit no more. Let Chris Brown live. Let hey, live, can bro. I ask a question though? Let Michael, let did Michael any of you guys out. see the dark contest last night? Nah, uh-huh. That's what I was gonna, I was gonna what? end it on that. Man, this little And we can end it cause we about that time. We yeah. can go there because. Hey. I know we had gotten a little serious there for a second. I'm still sitting here processing some of the answers you guys have given today. And I'm just sitting here thinking about Negroes with hyphenated names. I'm thinking about sitting in the backdrop because your old lady got the bag and I don't want anyone to misconstrue anything that I've said. I just totally think there is um a total misunderstanding of roles or maybe there are not any roles anymore, but um, hopefully when the show is over, y'all can debrief and help me to better understand like what's going on in this generation. But that dunk competition though, just get off of um the heavy stuff. Man, this little dude last night. I just want to give a uh rip before you go. What, what dunk can? What was it? All star game last night. Or something? Yeah, all star. I yeah. want to give a oh, shout all, out. Hold on, all star already happened. Yeah, man, yeah, I didn't it just happened. Yeah, last night. I want to give a shout out, man, for Where real, for real. Where's it at? To Cody. You, you know what I'm saying? Cody being the most solid white man. You know what I'm saying? I done met in the last five years. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy, Matt. Matt, you in the building still? I invited another white boy in the what, building. Cool white boy, Matt, back there? Cool, 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 white, boy, cool white, white, boy, white boy, Matt, and only white boy to ever be on the pot. <laughs> Shout out. Um, Because a white man, last the week before last, we did an episode called New Jiggers. <laughs> <laughs> it sound like you uh, like the blueprint. Hey, look, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what you say, nigga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, YouTube algorithm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but the game has changed, bro. We were just talking about how they did in the All Star Pro Bowl. They did a flag football game. Like they were playing dodgeball. Like the game is changed. Last night. At the Pro Bowl. Oh, wait, yeah. the Pro NFL Bowl, Pro Bowl. They were doing flat football. Bro, I, niggas. Bruh, I never would thought I would see a white boy win the dunk contest, bro. Hey, 
And he was dunking. Hey, this dude. Where was Wesley at when we needed him? Hey, bro. Let me man, just, he hey. was done. And this, this gotta be a rollout for the new white man can't jump movie coming out. You know it's coming. Cause he, he was 360. He did a 540. Yeah, 540, bro. Yeah. For real? I'm about to pull it up. I Dog, I'm gonna just tell you, it's reminiscent of the Dominique Wilk and, and Jordan days. Man, damn. I promise you to God, bro. But he jumped over two people. And, and got the I'm ball. From behind. Yeah, got the ball, Keith. Now, when he got it, he did a semi pump. Then he goes up a little more and pumped the ball again and dunked that thing backwards. They said this man only played two NBA games. G League. Yeah, he's, he's a, a G League. That dunk contest got him a contract. I promise you. If, if I when I saw to. that, has to give him a contract. Keith, let me just tell you this right here, bro. And that's this why I dude, gotta say LeBron ain't the GOAT. No, nah, I won't go that far. Oh, let let, let Walt finish this point. Then we gonna get back. Yeah, I, I was about to say this right here, man. That dude right there, he is definitely he has definitely been raised Kobe by black folk. He has definitely grown up in the hood. This dude right here, now everything I, about him, I don't know. He grew up for real, but I'm just saying. I'm about to say he has like he a, he a, he a real white boy. Like he might be a real white boy, but everything about those dunks that I saw last night—he from, he from, he from Philly too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, I'm telling you, that dude right there grew up all the way in the hood. Everything about his swag, everything about you know his dunk, everything about. When he about, did this, like yeah. he did that 540. Man, I was like, come on, dude. Well, then when Dominique Wilkins stood up, man, that is the human highlight. When Dominique Wilkins stood up, man, and gave him his props, I knew it was over with. Nah, I'm just saying, it's some new jiggers out here. Ain't no way. Yeah. Ain't no way. It's true. The game is changed, bro. Men in the back of the photo. Yeah. <laughs> White boy winning the duck contest. It's something going on, man. Yeah. Something in the water. <laughs> There's something in the water, kid. Takis. Hey, Cody, man. It'll bleep this whole podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have redo this one, Doc. It's the Takis. Hold on. Who's, who's, Gate, who's Gate City? That's the high school I think he attended. Oh, come on, man. This motherfucker put on for his city. Bruh, put on. Oh, I'm he changed, he changed time. and put the gay city jersey on on one of the dunks. Yeah, that was a fire dunk. Man. That was a fire dunk. That was the first time, dude. That was the first. Bruh. Dude, the first dunk, I knew it was over with on his first dunk. I knew the competition was over with, bro. That lame dunk that the brother did right out the gate. I'm saying that's safe. Bruh. This dude came out there. They got him, they got him on the crown. They said the man who saved the dunk contest. Mm hmm. Look at this. The man who saved the dunk contest. Hey. Yeah, that's too much propaganda for me, though. Hey, I, I'm not. But I'm trying to tell you, bro, Kobe would never. They, they, Kobe wouldn't let him slide over that. Man, no. Yeah. Bro, yeah, Dr. J don't even like this shit. He don't want to hand this man this trophy. I'm looking at Dr. J, Dr. J. Bro, he just shut bro the lead. Come on, man. When old men do this shit with their hands. Come on, bro. But you got to think, too, though, the dudes who were in the dunk competition against him. I mean, he was just clearly the best candidate in the dunk competition. But I'm just thinking about the dunk competition we grew up on. It's like all the real athletes. They're not even That's all I'm about to say. The real athletes are participating in no more. LeBron James. I agree. LeBron James never. Done the dunk concert. And that's what started yeah. this shit. You know who I was thinking about? Shit. Y'all who right here from the city, man. I was thinking why is that man in there? Cause I seen that man do some shit in a game, man, well, against South Atlanta, bro, that, you know, could have won a dunk contest. Elgin just said it like every superstar did the dunk contest. That was a requirement. Yeah. Once LeBron opted and stood on, it's like, you know, it's like the cool kid in school. It's like that one popular. Once they stand on one thing, we, we don't wear, uh, button ups no more. We do this. 
Everybody's go with it. So once LeBron was like, "Yeah, I ain't doing it." He no took away the he took away the passion of the shit. All the superstars, like, and, why would and I do? the superstars not playing in games and stuff, like taking off. Man, that, think about this: if I paid to go to a game, this is gonna be my first time ever seeing this superstar, and I come to the game and he has on a suit. You know, it's kind of like so now it's you know, like you said, it, it's filtered over into the duck competition. Like now, really, none of the real dunkers are even going to be in there. So now this dude comes in and he, like I said, once again, clearly the best dunker in the competition, but I'm wondering like where the real dunkers were besides him. Well, I watched LeBron train can't be the goat. Mm-hmm. I just told you, they were eating <laughs> Sucking corn tortillas. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> talking about some <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, that that I, I can't believe we uh, ended on that note. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. That's just what we going hey, through, man. Well, hold on, hey, look, hey, well, King, 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 Cody about to clip the shit out of this. If I want me to pop, this on some on some real nigga shit though. Y'all saw that Buster Rhymes clip? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I just saw it on the way here. He was, did you send that to now, me? Back, back to the original program. <laughs> Hey, what, what's going on? E, because I was driving, so I couldn't see what it was. Some woman tried to grab Buster. Yeah, yeah. She thought that was cute, too. Yeah, she she talking about something. Yeah, he, <laughs> he tried to grab, tried to grab Buster, and then, like, instead of tapping her shoulder, like, he, like, she went she for like, the bottom butt. area, and he turned around and, ah, hit, hit it with that water. He threw the water on. Sprayed and my water. issue with that, uh-oh. My issue with that, all the sisters acting like he did something wrong. If that would have been me grabbing a woman oh, yeah. ass, Oh yeah, yeah. man! And I didn't go know to jail. Jail. She yeah. did think it was cute. Yeah, she, she thought it was cute. To that water hitter. Like, like, bro, like, nah, bro, you not, nah, bro. I think he should have. Matter of fact, Look, and, the bodyguard should have tackled him. Well, well, I, and I liked it because everybody was trying to say, "Oh no, he did it on purpose." No, no. If you see the motion, he turns around and throws the water at the same time. So it could have been any fucking body. Yeah. He's just. It's like the same clip from Denzel like, and Jay Z. You saw that Denzel. It's a reaction. Yeah, it's just a reaction like this. Hell yeah, that was Jay Z behind yeah. him. Hell yeah, I ain't, I ain't doing business with goddamn uh, Jay Z. Jay Z gonna give us a deal. So Keith, one of you guys just made a great point though, and this goes back to me not understanding the roles anymore. Anybody um, with a decent mind would say if a brother grab a woman, you know, if I haven't seen it yet, but if a brother tries to grab a woman right there, everybody, social media would blackball that brother from here to El Segundo. Everybody around him would attack him, try to get That's exactly right. That's right. So what are they saying? Because I haven't read it. I haven't seen the whole thing. What are they they, saying? They they tried to come out against him, but they they, they couldn't stand on nothing because old girl's trying to get a lot of clout from it. Yeah. That's the other thing. She's not like a victim. She's like, oh, well, follow me on IG. Follow my YouTube uh, I own I own the footage, so anybody. Oh wow, that's... she literally. Yeah, man, can I get that one more time? He was disgusted by it, bro. He don't play that. God, come on. Ain't like Jamaican or something? Man, Jamaicans don't play that. But they definitely don't play that. No, West Indians. Shouts out to the West Indians. They ain't playing about that <laughs> kind of stuff. Not playing. Nothing that. freaky. No touching. They not wearing fancy. <laughs> no, they wearing they wearing fences. They wearing fences. They wearing they, fences. Hey, they cut fences up with machetes in Jamaica. Dog. They, they wearing fences. Matter, matter of fact, I got I got something for the uh, for the fans. Oh lord, it's got Keith. Keith photo shoot, <laughs> hair and everything. Oh shit! Oh, but nah, man. man. Um, first of all. Good time, good time, good time. Yeah, that's dope. Appreciate y'all. Um, good pod. Man. I, I was quiet the whole time, though. I just got a lot of knowledge. Too. Well, I, I figured we threw you out. This nigga don't know God. 
Yeah. Then he got quiet on the church shit. <laughs> yeah, it threw him off his rock a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, I ain't even paid my got, membership dues. I'm like, COC? I, I like church got gangs too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I said my boy Ian whole docket. We got like the half of it. Because I, I was on, we don't talk about Valentine's Day. Y'all niggas skipped over that. Yep. <laughs> that was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got my, I got my but, son in here. Yeah, got, I'm, uh, I'm editing you like goddamn Jay Z, boy. Nah, hey, Key, what Come on, come on, come on, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, I come on, know, Mike, what man. were y'all gonna say about Valentine's Day, though? Oh, no, Do people still celebrate it? I don't think. I don't, I oh, think no, no, they, they, they were going crazy. Hey, look, I need, real? To, I need to edit. Come on, come on, come on, man. It's your birthday, man. Shoot, you tell the people, man. You 13, man. You tell them, man, what's up? <laughs> That's like it. you you, like this, you, you, know? look, you your daddy's son, bro. That's a key yeah, man. It's like, what, what you mean with <laughs> man? Nah, I do want to say this, man. The Keith, man, like we the way we just added context to Chris Brown, like you said, he was seventeen and now he's thirty four. Like, like, bro, you you thirteen? Like, I've been around Keith since you was what seven? Seven? Yeah. seven? That's crazy, bro. So yeah. like, we definitely proud of you, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was reading in his thing. You know what I'm saying? Seven habits Come. of highly effective teens. Yes, At 13. Hey, 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 tell him, man. Say that one time. You said yeah, yeah, say it to the mic, brother. We, we podcast. My dad put me on that book. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, and and we went to iFly this weekend, so he flew up high. Okay. You know what I, you know what be, you know what be, you know what would be great, cool. though? E, what would be great and what would be great, Cheddar, if that they did a, a magazine cover with his dad putting him on that book, but old lady standing out in front, and you can't even tell who his dad is back there. No, 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 no. See, I wouldn't let that. No, but I'll, she got I'll, the bag, no, though. No, no, I'll turn up like, uh, like Steve Urkel daddy turned up on the set. You heard about that story no. when they tried to make him be Myrtle Urkel? Yeah. When he was young and he put that dress on? They said that nigga went and turned up on the set. Said, my son ain't gonna never put no dress. Like, this is when he was like a younger uncle. Trying now, to get did, him. He did it again when he was a grown man. Yeah. Cause he but, needed a bag. Yeah, that was a grown man decision. Wow. So like, that little, he was like, I can't What's wait not? to talk off air about some of these. Yeah, that's why we yeah. wearing purses because yeah. we nah. trying to get that bag. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know me and my son, it, it, it's it's funny because it's like now I'm getting to see it. Like, yeah, I'm gonna see it. Like it's 13. I told him like 13 is when this thing turns up, man. Yeah, yeah. I told I, you. I, I, I told him you on this roller coaster ride. Did I? Did I literally? Man, we in the car, bro. I'm literally talking to him about this. Like it's that time. He talking about you don't feel different. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he don't feel different yet. Summertime is gonna start hitting you. You know what I'm saying? I want to send him something to his cash app. Do you have a cash app? I want to send something to your cash app because I think, man, that to be a young brother out here reading something that's productive, I'm proud of you. I want to say that on air and don't edit that out. I want to send you something to your cash app. You send me your cash app. I'm super duper proud, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. And your hell longer than your daddy's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he got all of them. He got all of them. But he died it though, so we talk about that later. Ooh, get out of the bag. Get out of the camera. Get out of the camera. He dies your life, man. Bye bye. Bye, man. Bye, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, I, I, I love my children. I love my I feel look, I feel just like Boosie. I probably say to take the same route with all my troubles and stuff because that's what made me. Uh but I probably, uh, I'll keep all everything else, probably my same kids, just, just a uh, few baby mothers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's from the philosopher, 
Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, hey, one of the five most important humans. Hey, look. Hey, top five humans. <laughs> top five humans. Hey, hey, hey that was in his top five list for real, though. I hey, did look. say Bullshit. The, reason, I, the reason I know. Well, if you ain't got proof right there, my buddy Brad with him. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's a great pod, man. Hey, hey, look, appreciate it, man. Tell the people how they can find you up. Hey, man, you can find me on, on um, Instagram at Mr. Awaken the Genius. You can find me under my government name on Facebook for all the old heads out there who still rocking with Facebook at K-E-E-N-E Walker. You can find me on Twitter at um, Mr. Awaken Genius, man. And like I said, man, keep doing the thing, man. Keep showing love to all these black um, young activists out here who are reading and who are out here putting in work like the young wolves are doing for just Eldridge Media. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you definitely would chat on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, where you find you, man? Man, TJ spells on everything. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. Is your at? Hold on. Hold on. We don't know the yeah, name. Yeah. Is your at really TJ spells? It's both of them. Oh, okay. okay oh, everything okay, is okay. both of them. Okay, I was about to say. I was say, damn, nigga, this whole time. That's, that's, just easy, that's just easy to spell for people because, nah, you know. Yeah, Cheddar Feeny is. Nah, we, 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 we can do this. Cheddar Well, let me do Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, maybe not. It might not be as easy because some Negroes might think Cheddar is spelled with two T's. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's with true, no. So. I, I, I would ask but that they, question. They, they don't know that H is, like, silent. Like, people be Oh, yeah, you're going somewhere now. Yeah. The that, H is the, no, the H ain't silent, but oh, you know the way we, the way. I'm teaching at the house with my two year old. It's the beginning, <laughs> okay? You know the way we talk. They they might think the H is silent and just put like the know. like the like the um G in lasagna. Yeah, yeah, but y'all boys. TJ spells everybody. TJ spells. Oh boy. Nah, man, uh, appreciate y'all boys, man, for real, for real. This is um, dope. This is dope. Just having a, a real authentic conversation. Um, just a recap for me. I just want to tell people, just get involved, man. When it comes to this movement stuff, do what works for you, uh, as long as it's for the people. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that looks like. You ain't got to be a part of every protest. You don't got to show up to every march. But you do have to do something for the people. I'll definitely start there. Yeah, can I say one last thing? No, sir. Please, um, <laughs> please, please. What's up? No, I just want to say, man, for everybody who's following this podcast, man, please um support the Let Us Make Man Scholarship Gala. We have tickets. We have tables. Even if you can't attend the Let Us Make Man Scholarship Gala, you can go to letusmakeman.net and make donations. Um, If you know a black male who's a senior, please ask them to go to letusmakeman.net and sign up for the scholarship. We need you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if the sales come in, those come for me or you. <laughs> you know, love made man. Well, we have to raise this money up. Yes, sir. We gotta get this money up. But um, but now, nah, man. Uh, also, man, shout out to Chris Brown, man. Keep keep your head up, dude. Like stay out of trouble. Keep your nose clean, like the old folks say. I don't know where this going. No. Oh, that was a real shout out. Hey, no shout out. I thought we might have another one of them business conversations. <laughs> I wasn't sure where that was going. Nah, I'm done. I'm just doing. I'm doing my end of the show okay. wrap up. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we say this every week, man. We love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Jess Eldridge Podcast. 
Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.